6 Down the Line. Hey everybody, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. I am your host once again, John. Going around the horn, we have... I'm Mike, I play uh, Dwarf Gorand. I'm David, I uh, was playing a Thin Fondue and will soon be playing Onweir the Apostate. <laughs> I'm uh, Matt. I am uh, Avaricios, the currently unconscious. But <laughs> <laughs> well, peaceful. You have a good resting face. It is peaceful, uh, yeah. We have I'm made him gentle. <laughs> I'm Ted, and uh, how you doing? I'm playing uh, Squeegee the Goblin. <laughs> that is the crew, the ever-shifting crew of the Halls of Art and Vool, which is yeah. <laughs> Gigantic OSR Mega Dungeon by one Richard Barton and playing the OSE, Old School Essentials uh, System by Gavin Norman. So we are on episode seven. Uh, tragedy has once again befallen our group. We, we had to say goodbye to Varger Mudclump, the thief, David's last character. Yeah. Who Thanks, did, Richard Barton. Did, <laughs> did indeed get eaten <laughs> by a carnivorous plant, an assassin vine. Uh uh, Avaricios was not able to witness it as he was knocked unconscious by a shambling mound, um, but Gorn dragging his body away and Squeegee trying desperately, desperately to nab Onweir from the jaws of death using his whip um, witnessed this horrible end, but not after seeing, not after first being able to actually grab on, uh, grab Varder's pack um, before leaving and also before uh, seeing behind the assassin vine on the balcony in the solarium some sort of uh, glittering treasure behind the assassin vine, which had piqued Barger's interest <laughs> and now Squeegee's. So uh, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe that you guys were, you had, I, I said we, you escaped out of the room, right? Like the door is shut. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I wanted to ask about that because, and, and now it's a little more clear, I wasn't 100% positive of the relationship and position of Squeegee and plant and where this glittering throne was. So if it was on the other side of the plant, that ship has sailed. We've left the room. If it was behind me or I could go up one more level and check it out, I would like to do that. But if it's on the other side of the plant, there's... Yeah, it's on the same level as the plant. You would have to find find some so the way plant around it. Really it's really guarding whatever that is. It seems to be, yes. Yeah, we're going to have to come back with Agent Orange... And do okay. this right later. I would yeah. strongly so recommend making a note because you will soon forget mm. uh, that that, yeah. is, that is there. No, we'll never forget the place where Varger fell. <laughs> so retreating where? back Ooh. out past the sitting room in which you had found the uh, <laughs> the Thothian teleportation ring, right, the inactive one, and mm -hmm. also where you had right. uh, where Varger had managed to snatch the, uh, the the whole linen tapestry that was worth a hundred gold pieces. Um, which you now have, right. um, thanks to Varger's pack. Right. Um, you, unfortunately, are forced by necessity to leave Varger's body unclaimed. Um, what's left of it, anyway? What remains of it? Inside that I mean, gigantic well, nature plant. Te uh, technically, the plant claim, kind of claimed it. True, he went back to nature. Yeah. Um, We've all had oxtail soup before. I think the visual's fairly similar. <laughs> That's nasty. Uh, <laughs> retreating back out of the eastern portion of this shattered palace, uh, you, it... Uh, you find yourself still in the pouring rain. It is um, letting up a little bit. Um, it's about uh, noon-ish now, and it's the 29th day of Lucrios, which is Demma's day. Um, okay. So it, it's all happened in the morning. Um, and so yeah. what, what would you guys like to do? Can uh, I just... We've, we've, actually, we've been talking about this a little bit 
over our Discord channel. (laughs) I think I think what we want to do, and you can hand wave as much of this as we can get away with, is go back to the inn and get unconscious people back to consciousness. And then I think it's it's a quick trip down to Gosterwick to re re gear up, right? Like Okay. Sell the tapestry, get a little bit of money, get some gear. Like we're all down torches and lamp oil and all kinds of stuff like that. And and those um those merchants at the Broken Head Inn are just they're thieves and they're just charging too much money. So right. quick run. Maybe we'll pick up a uh, a new mud clump on the way. Maybe get a new mud clump somewhere. Okay, Let's get that at the outhouse, man. That's- so. Um, assuming you're going to follow the exact track that you took down here uh, via the river, no. I assume, on the riverbank. Is that right? I don't know why we no. wouldn't. Yeah, okay. So uh, you uh, bedraggled, depressed, saddened by the loss of your of uh, the man who discovered the elevator up. Um, yeah. uh, you slog through the rain and the mud um, with the pyramid obscured in the distance, your, your final destination, and you head north uh, along the Swift River back to the inn. Um, as, uh, as we're leaving that palace, John, I just want to flip it the double bird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely <so>. that. <laughs> and bitches. David, could you actually just, I don't know, maybe you didn't, I missed it, but can you throw in the Discord um, what was in the pack? Yeah. I believe, Thanks. too, that you put it in the, someone made a note in the shared notes as well. Yeah, I think, I mean, the, oh, the, the, the most significant stuff is in the shared notes. I can put, like, all the mundane stuff. Or, yeah, man, or, the mundane or, stuff or, is... That was super important. Of course okay, it is. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll put that on the shared notes right now. Actually, yeah, put in the shared notes. Okay. In particular, if there were any coins, that might be. Uh, well, I think he had the one hundred gold piece gem, right? I have a uh, hundred gold piece golden rod, the use of which we do not know. Oh, yet. the golden rod. I That's had the right. keys from the base of the tower, and then I had various like adventuring gear items. So uh, I'll, I'll write those Avaris- in real quick. Yeah, Avaricio has one one gem, and uh, the dwarf has the other. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll, okay. I'll hand wave so and say that you. Rod and... I'll hand wave okay, and say ahead. that you guys can carry that stuff back uh, right now. But before you set out from the inn again, you're going to have to determine on your encumbrance how that is all divvied up with you guys. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm kind of in favor of maybe burying some of it somewhere. All right. Well, I love burying. So for uh, sure, for sure, let's go back and sell the tapestry, though. Right? Like, let's just get rid of. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we take that down to Gosterwick with some mm-hmm. cash. We sell the tapestry, buy some supplies, but like we don't necessarily right. need to carry and occupy slots with chisels and bells and whistles and keys and okay. things that could be left behind up here. Right. Yeah, I you'll have... want the bullseye. Well, we can we can discuss. Oh, I'm putting the list yeah. down, and y'all can all look. Yeah, uh, right. and I for sure have the slots available for the tapestry. Okay, let me just not let's just fast forward this. Okay, yeah, so okay. Uh, to, to be aware that as you're traveling back, that uh, not only is Avaricio's unconscious, but he's also um, suffering from blood loss which means that his maximum hit points are reduced, I believe, by one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this, uh, this is fine. I've got hit points for days. <laughs> uh, that will end in seven days, which will be the 6th of Lagarios. Um, the next month, that will be when that ends. So um, he can certainly rest, but there's okay. no curing that, short of some awesome magic, um, and, except time. All right, so you make your way back, um, and after uh, probably about an hour or so, you find yourself back at the um, at the end of the Broken Head. Now, the first thing that you notice when you come back to the inn is that um, you hear the sound of multiple horses coming from the stables 
like like uh, you know like uh, the groom's kind of taking care and of and uh, drying off and cleaning a, a bunch of horses in, inside. You can kind of peer into the open barn doors and um, through the rain you see this happening. And as you walk in through the door, you see that Kronos and Estelle are busily like working more busily than they have since you first encountered them as they rush to serve and attempt to warm what appears to be what's known as a Conroy, which is like a squad of nine knights of the Azure Shield that are all uh, taking off their cloaks and their armor and attempting to huddle near the fire in order to warm up. The fire inside the inn, or are they in like a courtyard area? In the inn. Okay. Yeah. Right. They turn to see you, um, and they kind of look you up and down, but they don't seem to take particular notice. Kronos and Estelle simply, uh, you know, w welcome you back in and say, oh, yeah, made it back. That's excellent. We've got some new guests here. If I can introduce, let me look at my list here. <laughs> uh, this is the Knights oh. of the Azure Shield handling from Gosterwick in the Azure Keep. This is, what's the name again? Sir... Yes, uh, Sir Martin Haddle ordered the name. And uh, a gentleman steps up. Mumble, He's in the middle of taking off of his, his helm, and he shakes off uh, uh, th this big bush of black hair, and he has big black mutton chops with his with a bare chin. Um, And uh, he extends a, a big beefy hand towards one of you guys. Yes, uh, Sir, Martin, Sir Martin Haddle Martin Hadalor? Indeed. Pleased to meet you. Mm, I'm Squeegee. I saw you guys uh, down at the bottom of the cliff. You was uh, you had a bit of a tussle. Yeah, the damned primitives in those caves. Don't know their don't know their place. Gave us a little bit of lip. Uh, had to put them down. Showed them the old what for, eh? Sure did. We uh, couldn't help but notice that uh, the Statue of Arden's looking a little bit different than it used to. The Weirdest hands... damn thing. Well, we heard the damnedest thing down in Gosterwick. You must have heard it. And Estelle was basically like, they claim, sirs, that they didn't hear anything. No disturbance. Isn't that right, gentlemen? Oh, I heard it. I was in Gosterwick at the time. I only just arrived. <laughs> mm. <laughs> nice to fall. Yeah. I, I, I moan unconsciously. Uh, <laughs> He didn't hear a thing. <laughs> uh, four of us set out for Gosterwick. These four days passed, and two have fallen since then. Ah, you're the type of it, didn't you, Daria? Tomb Raiden, not exactly the most noblest profession. Well, them gems and, and golds aren't are doing anybody good any good to lying under the ground, are they? Well... Do you know anything about this dwarf, this hand raising up and down? A hand made out of a solid stone that is, hasn't moved an inch since it was first. Okay. I just got to ask the rest of the party, because Mike doesn't remember this. Are we keeping this to ourselves, or are we not keeping this to ourselves? Keeping it to ourselves. And, and technically, you didn't do it. Avaricious didn't do it. Squeegee certainly didn't do it. I'm not actually even 100% positive what Varger did. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, man. Like, yeah. You wouldn't have heard anything that happened. Huh. I, we're not, I don't think yeah, we're we not know. really sure. All right. That's funny. Yeah. I'll just say. I well, mean, we, we, we could take credit for it, though. 
Yeah, until they I torture mean, us to might... make them teach them, and then... It might be a good thing. All right, well, for now, I'm going to play dumb, just because we're in the middle of this, since we obviously have not come up with a plan for this, and we probably should. All right, <laughs> so I just uh, say to Sir Martin, I go, well, we made the passage up the narrow stone uh, switchbacks up the cliff face. And the hand was in when... its original position? How long ago was this? Original position, it was about three quarters of the way down towards the ground. Is that the original position? Aye, that's where it's been all these thousands of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were more worried about the dragon that kept flying over our heads. That was uh, somewhat yeah, disconcerting. Not an uncommon sight from Gosterwick. Seems to keep to itself, though. Well, it's a mystery, then. How about you over there in the corner? And he stands a glance at the, the newly arrived person. Keeping to himself oh, over a mug of oh, mug You see anything? Me? <laughs> <laughs> you they... seem familiar, friend. Have we met before? <laughs> <laughs> what do they What do they see when all eyes turn towards you? They see a. Uh... Mm. Uh, they see a deeply untrustworthy looking person. <laughs> Whatever that that evokes for you. <laughs> oh no, they see they see sort of like a a just. Unkempt, poorly bathed, uh, uh, sort of like hunched figure of a man. Uh, a goblin. <laughs> not a goblin. Just not just, a goblin. Just a a, a magic user. <laughs> mm -hmm. An illusion oh, specifically, uh, but but yeah. We can't all be uh, goblins. Uh, 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 yeah, and he uh, he says, uh, "I haven't seen anything, but if anyone's seen gems, let me know." <laughs> They did. They the Conroy. All the all the, the entire squad of knights just casually dismisses you as eccentric and uh, another adventurer yeah. lumped in with these with these folks. Oh, what's the problem with your friend there? Looks like uh, uh, man of the cloth. He got yes, yes, uh, sir knight. He was beaten. He was beaten into unconsciousness by a giant plant. Oh, oh my! Estelle was like, "Why didn't you?" T I I just. Oh my God! Bring him in, Kronos. Help them out, and she. Hurries over to Avaricio's. My, my, that's, uh, that's a nasty bump there. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Gardening uh, we, is uh, not his forte. <laughs> we've not had much luck trying to penetrate the depths of Arden Bull so far, mm. Sir Knight. <clears throat> we thought we would try and find a, a, a lesser used entrance. However, we've come to the conclusion that they're lesser used because there's horrible monsters waiting at the end of every hallway down there. And That's they thirst for they thirst for mud club blood. <laughs> We've heard monsters and worse. Yeah. Well, that's not what we're our business here is. We came to talk to anyone who was scouting or skulking around the ruins to see if they had heard anything about this hand. See who might be responsible. I think uh he looks over at his men. I think we're gonna stay here a few days, see if the weather uh, gets a little bit better. I heard uh what's the name what's the name of that band that you heard was uh uh Crone Kronos, Kettlebelly, yeah. What's the one that was coming over here and uh, scouting around earlier, a couple weeks ago? Aye, that was uh, Dalton's Darlings, is what they called themselves. Uh, apparently, that was the name of the good-looking one that ran them. Dalton was his name. All right, well, maybe they they did that. seem a suspicious sort. Well, we'll see if they uh, may have something to say about this. They... Yeah. Sir Knight, may I ask... Um... So you say that the statue hand moves? Any I didn't see. We heard a noise. We looked. We traveled over to the valley, and 
lo and behold, we get there, and there's a bunch of those primitive savages out there worshipping at Arden's feet, and I look up, and her hand's all the way up at the top of the cliff. I couldn't believe my eyes. Flummoxing and fast. In fact, do you, do you suspect that it's like a miracle, or is it like some sort of conveyance? What do, you, what do you think? What do you think it is? I couldn't tell you. I'm not a particularly religious man myself. I think there's probably a logical explanation. We'll get to the bottom of it. I have a feeling it's some nefarious adventurers. Probably flipped a switch or something. But, uh, if you don't mind my asking, what's so nefarious about it? Well, it's the Statue of Art. You don't just go messing with a thousand-foot-tall colossus. You don't know what could happen. Could have opened some sort of sluice gate, flooded the entire town, for all we know. Oh, all would do such a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I get it. Okay. We serve at right. the behest of the Lady Alexia, and so we are, are, of course, burdened with the welfare of her citizens. Anyway, yeah, we're resting. very glad of it, too. I am totally going to use the hand to go back down on the way there. They blow their minds, man. <laughs> All right, so uh, Estelle gets Avaricios to bed. Um, she does what she can to tend to him. Um, there is in no way, shape, or form going to be any extending of any sort of cure spells without you paying for them, in which you probably nope. can't afford. Um, oh, hell no. I can do this. I can I can sleep this off. FYI, does she guys. Get me look, oh, tuck, does she tuck me in around the edges? Yeah, she does. Yeah, pull, she... pull the cover. Oh, okay. But she does it. Um, as you watch Estelle actually take care of Avaricios, there's definitely a feeling like she... It's very... Um, She's like a what do you like a, like a nurse, right? Like someone who does this like all the time and knows exactly right, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. There's, there's no it's particular not territory. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, just FYI, guys, I put all of the backpack contents on our docks. I did not include weapons because yeah. it seemed like those would have been lost to the slime. Yeah, but uh, if well, you're actually the. Oh, you had the lantern on there at one point, but you've crossed yeah, that. Well, off, because right? I threw that. Remember, so <laughs> yeah. lanterns okay. are gone. So before Everything we get to there. The... Before we get to the equipment, um, is there anything else that you want to do right now, or or can we fast forward to Avaricios resting? Let's go. Uh, okay. No, I don't. Need, I don't need to do anything. We can. Okay. Mm -hmm. I guess so, it's just a question we... of whether we're going to stay up here for seven days, or well, let's just let's we're going to get him on his feet and go to Gosserwick. Just hold on a second. So, just one thing at a time, Avaricios. So you sleep through the night. Um, everyone who was down a hit point gains a hit point. Okay, including Avaricios. All right. So Avaricios what is uh, Avaricios wakes up. Um, and after your unconscious sleep, you wake up, uh, uh, feeling awful. Um, you're, you've got a number of bandages wrapped around you, but there is copious, there's still, they're soaking through regularly. In other words, like the blood loss, right? So, um, you're not feeling that great. However, I'm sure you had some sort of epiphany in your dreams last mm. night because your faith is stronger than ever. You've survived through this dark night. And a new power awakens within you, Avaricio says. You have achieved level two. Ding, ding, ding. Hell yeah. So let's, let's see it on camera. Let's, uh, let's do a dice roll, shall we? Oh, my God, please. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to roll. Avaricio's hit points. So for my house, I, I, I do rules as written for hit points past first level. Whatever you roll, that's what you get. Okay. This is, uh, I believe I have a D6. Is that correct? I think Sounds so. Sounds right. D6 for clarity. Do you have a con bonus? All right. Uh, well, not so much. You roll a uh, six, you get a my con is, My con is eight, so I think it's just a straight, straight roll. So here we go, baby. 
And click, click the old button. It gives you minus one, right? I kind of thought it did, but uh... Uh, that's a three. A three, okay. Could be better. Could mediocre. Be Let's see if it's actually a two, shall we, Matt? Yeah, mediocre. <laughs> uh, I believe scores. What do we got here? Eight is a minus one. Yes. So you're gonna gain. No, oh. <laughs> you're gonna gain two hit points. Okay, so I was. That's two I more than you had. I was at four. I was down to a max of three. So now I'm up to a max of five. Uh, Until you, what, what, a week what, has passed. Before blood loss, what was your maximum? Yeah. Four. Uh, it was it was four. Okay, so now so your maximum is, te three. Is, te is technically six. So your max now is five, um, but you yourself are at three. Uh, I should have gained two. Yeah, so I'll be at three. Got it. Well, you could travel to Gosterwick on three. Well, here's yeah. what here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Work work with me on this. Time okay. is on my side. If we chill a little bit, if we can chill just a tad. I, okay, it's about time for me to tuck in a kid. But um, speaking of which, if we spend <clears throat> if we spend one day resting there and instead of leaving today, if we leave tomorrow, yeah. then I can add a D3 to that. That's a full and, day's rest. That's correct. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I'll have a spell ready to go. If we leave today, I can do it. But Avaricio would Avaricios would uh, prep uh, cure light wounds and spend that on himself to heal up. I, so I mean, honestly, man, go tuck in your kid, and we'll we'll rest another day and fast forward. Hit the okay. save button. Sure. Yeah. Beep. Okay. So we'll rest another day. Um, uh, Matt, before you go, real quick, why don't you just roll uh, that uh, D three? Okay, I'll roll a d6 and I guess divide it by two. Yeah. I don't have it. No, no yeah. That is a three? A three, so it's going to be a two. So you're going to yeah. get another two hit points. And then are you going to, for your spell, so after the full day goes, uh, what um, what spell are you going to set out with? Uh, I believe that I would prepare a light. Um, light. Okay. As, as my spell. Um, also, during that during that day of rest, uh, there's one thing I'd like to do as I uh, kind of lie in bed and recover. Mm -hmm. um, if I if I can't get this myself, I would ask somebody else if they could just gather just a few strands of grass uh, from like outside. I'm going to take those strands of grass. Uh, this is something that Avaricios did as a as a kid. Just like weave those strands of grass into. Uh, like it's almost like uh, like one of those little corn husk dolls, mm -hmm. um, but he's shaping it into uh, that he thinks might be helpful. Into into a what? Okay. Uh, I think uh, he's making material components for a spell, John. Uh, it's 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 not really that. It's just or he's he's gonna he's gonna shape this grass like tie it into the shape of uh, the ankh. That we saw on ah. the uh, ah, okay. on the obelisk. On the obelisks. Very cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. He thinks this symbol might might be helpful. Um, sure. Cool. Yeah. And so he's just gonna like you know just tie the grass into like this little great on cool. the other grass. Uh, also very appropriate that your god is Lysion, which is also the goddess of luck. Um, so you are 
offering your ablutions in the morning for being up and ready and uh, feeling better than you ever have, actually. Um, uh, this is this, true. This newfound power that you have uh, uh, sitting peacefully in your mind. Okay. Uh, you go go ahead and talk to your kids. We'll, we'll get okay, I'll be right the back. rest of these guys moving. All right. Uh, okay. So uh, anything else you want to do at the end or are you going to head back to town? No, but I will just kind of, I'm not awesome like this. My charisma sucks. But if the nights are amendable to drinking buddies that night, I'm just going to kind of either hang out with them if that looks like it's going well, or I'll withdraw to a table and just kind of pretend to, you know, pretend I'm not listening, but eavesdrop on their conversations. I just kind of want to know what their what their mission is when they're not thinking that people are paying attention. Okay, it's it, uh, you can do that easily. They do not seem to be too. Um... What's the word? Cunning. They're, uh, you know, like they're, they're, what they said they were doing is basically what they're doing. They're, gotcha. they're investigating like what the deal is with the hand, who was up here, who may have messed with it. Um, and they're not like stuck up. They seem like they're pretty approachable. Like they seem like, I mean, they're not like, yeah, I mean, they, you know, like they're kind of like, not really. They, they kind of gave, um, squeegee the short shrift a little bit. Sure. But but he's gross. But most people do. Right. The goblins, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna. I'd like to take advantage of that, John. And while they're all drinking and paying attention to each other and being what a bunch of swell guys we are, and no one's looking at the little goblin, I'm gonna find a hiding place for Varger's backpack. Not the golden rod. I think we'll uh, not hide that. But like, I don't really need to carry caltrops and hammers and stuff. Yep. So if I can find like an attic rafter, or, you want to put it. I can. Know, I'll let you do it without any chance of encounters. Do you want to put it in your little found? Um, uh, uh, camp in the ruined tower. Oh, the little tower by the river. Yeah, yeah I can sneak idea. out there while no one's looking at me. I'll sneak out there. Anybody wants to stash anything, give it to me, and I'll go hide it. But um... just just to point it out to you, because I know it's on the list, in case it's useful to you, because I already bought the same things for my new character. The the okay. mini bell, the chalk, the chisel, and the whistle don't have hold it have any weight, so they're free items in your inventory if you're concerned about. Right, Space. it's more the hammer and the caltrops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, like that, that might be something if we want to have two characters with whistles. You know, I have a yeah. soft spot for whistles. What I would install. I know. What, <laughs> what I would do too is I would make a, a separate list in the notes saying like, um, at like where it is, like at the at the camp. Um, we we put these items there. You know what I mean? Sure. And the rest of it, I need I'll you guys right to now there. like actually divvy up and put on in your encumbrance. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I'll I'll take the tapestry. To town. I'll, I'll take the golden rod. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, and and uh, I'm gonna hold on to the keys too. Everything else, uh, let's see. I got room in my unencumbering items. I have chalk. I have a whistle. I'll take the bell. How's that? If you already have a whistle, then can I have the other one? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, it's value add. Okay. Might as well have it. All right, so um, okay. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, weather. So I hit uh, the pack. We spent the night. There was some drinking. Yep. Now it is. It is now the. It's the twenty nine thirty thirtieth of Lucrius. No, it's the first of Ligario, so it's the next month. Wait. Um, and I need to. I need to roll weather. So please roll me two d six, please. Oh right, 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 right. Okay. Uh, shall I do that? I'll do that. Uh, 2d6? Yep. 
11. 11. Okay, this uh, pretty appropriate after a rain. It's gloomy and cool. Gloomy, cool day. So very, very overcast. Unseasonably chill. Uh, but dry okay. as you um as you walk back out. Now, the entire place is basically like sodden mud everywhere, right? Um, but it's much more palatable than the previous day. Um, how do you plan to get back to town? I assume that you're going to well, I don't know. You're gonna go through through go through town along the main boulevards, I assume, and then you're going to take the stair or you're gonna take the hand. Oh no, we're taking the hand for fucking sure. We're gonna we're gonna blow the knight's mind. <laughs> we're like gonna take it. Like, never first of all, like, no, I know. So we're going to basically like, um, we want to make sure we're not being followed. Right. And then before we actually take the hand down, I want to like try and get really good observation down below. Make sure it's not like a party of knights sitting there waiting for us. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. So the knights basically tell you, um, uh, Sir Martin tells you, uh, you know, uh, f fair travels, be safe out there in the city. Um, but, uh, yes, that you report any, uh, Findings you may, you know, that you may come across at the hand. Any further details? Um, uh, they do not follow you, say, though, uh, although they watch you say, leave. Say, uh, Garant and Avaricios, uh, I noticed there is this uh, this smelly and uh, undesirable individual in the bar. We should allow him to accompany us to Gosterwick, as there is safety in numbers. What do you think? It's a great well, idea. You don't oh, think I the smell. It. You don't think the smell is going to uh, attract people that we don't really want to. I mean, I'm, well, I I'm, guess, I guess I'm sure he'll get used to the dwarf. Don't worry. Yeah. Ouch! Oh, <laughs> that is that is a good one. I, that's oh. that's the smell of red meat on the bone and malt oh, beer. The meat on the bone. So yeah, so the night that we're the second night that we rest, right? The first night, I'm like, you know. Trying to get in good with those knights. The second night, yep. while uh, Avaricios is leveling up, we'll go hang out with uh, Stinky McStinkerson in the bar. Okay. Uh, okay. But and, now and we're going to the you're, you're going. Okay. Okay. So yeah, uh, you head back uh, and you make your way through the city carefully. Um, you don't. Yeah. You don't see any sightings of the dragon. Everything seems fine. Past the pyramid, past the oak tree, down the boulevard of trees, past the obelisk of the sun, and you find yourself there where the hand is still there. Um, uh, it is an overcast day, so you can't really see that far. Um, you can't see Gosterwick in the distance, but, um, the sound of the waterfall is ever present right next to the hand here and you step onto it. And what do you do? What was the name he whispered? Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> now, Grigi wasn't there. <laughs> My memory is that he prayed to our, uh, Arden mm -hmm. and said, Arden, lift me up or something like that. And, mm -hmm. uh, um, so, yeah, I, so yeah, I think, I think, um, uh, Avery know if we would really have heard him specifically, um, but he would, uh, maybe guess that he had heard and he would like stand up and like raise his arms and say, um, uh, oh, great. Uh, oh, great. Arden, um, uh, Arden, please, uh, bring us down. <laughs> Sweet. I think the, you know, once again, chips of stone flying everywhere as the hand slowly moves down. Um, 
uh, you hear yeah, those a, knights are totally going to know we're live. Yeah, you hear the cry of birds from both uh, up at your level and down below um, as a as a person like uh, uh, spray out from the trees. Um, you also see two wing shapes in the southwestern uh, corner of Ardenbull to your right uh, uh, go uh, go aloft into the skies and circle around you. And you see that both of them actually have um, they're smaller than the dragon that you saw, but they have stingers Good. for tails. Uh, um, as as they as they basically just sort of from a high distance peer down at you as you're moving down, but they stay away as you slowly uh, move down. Um, once the, the Regio get his bow ready just in case. The sound of the waterfall um, encompasses you once again. The spray <sighs> soaks you as you go back down, 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 down the the twelve hundred foot uh, the eleven hundred foot tall cliff down to the base, and what you step off onto. Um, at the base, where you see the the uh, spray shrouded tower um, uh, is at the base. There, you see what looks to be the remains of a complete slaughter. A number of men and women who are wearing very um, primitive clothing and primitive weapons are, are sprawled about, and they are in all sorts of uh, of disarray. Basically, lying. Some of them are actually in the river itself. Pretty nasty. So we learned never to trust the cops, as always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did they well, just uh, not to go back in time too much? But how much Ooh. did it smell a little bit like a uh, uh, swine when when everyone was talking to these guys up in the end? Oh dang! <laughs> hey oh. now, Ooh, come wow. on. Okay, so uh, all right. Uh, you're on the Imperial Road. So the Imperial Road, once again, um, it was, you know, an ancient Archontian road. It's uh, overgrown a little bit, right? But it was cobbles and paved stone, um, but broken, but allows you to travel relatively quickly. Um, I have done the calculations based upon um, looking at the, the wilderness travel again that we, I recently realized that we should be doing. So assuming that the slowest person is moving at a 60, right? Yeah. I think, uh, I think so uh, wait, that, in the 60 range, yeah. Yes. Oh, you're slower than me. Wow, I was at I was at nine. Now they got six inch around. legs, man. So it basically... you can move them real fast. That's right. I'm also carrying a ton of stuff. <laughs> totally loaded. So it works like this: uh, you divide your movement rate, your exploration rate, by five. That gives you your miles per day. So it's twelve miles per day. Um, but however, on a on a well used road, well maintained road, which I'm going to call that this is, even though it's it's you know ancient road um that increases right. it by 50 percent. so you're actually going to be moving 18 miles per day coincidentally it is nine miles uh more or less by the road to the, the to gosterwick gosterwick from here so with an eight hour travel day that means that it's going to take you about half a day which means that's going to be about four hours of travel so um that is uh, uh that will change if you guys lighten your load but just kind of keep that in mind that the journey back and forth from gosterwick and the statue which you may be doing frequently should you live um, is a <laughs> um, it is a nine mile journey, and if you're moving at sixty, that means it's a four hour journey on the road. Okay, right. we could we could literally get to the inn, get to Gosterwick, and get back in a single day's travel. Uh, yes, you could from from the inn to Gosterwick back to the inn. Yeah, yeah. Now the inn, I mean that's 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 basically four hours from the base of the statues to Gosterwick. Yeah, still got to go up. Across the town to get to the inn, you know that sort of thing. Sure, but yeah, how how long did it take us, John, to get from the inn to the statue? That I have not calculated, but uh, I yeah. thought you said about an hour, though. No, so, that was getting back to the inn from the island. 
It all depends. It all depends on how quickly you're moving to, but um, regardless, yeah. we've been moving slow up there because we're careful. Anyways, okay. we're going to call it uh, probably be about the time you actually arrive at the Watergate of Gosterwick. They were going to call it that. It's probably about one o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. okay. Um, now, Make so time. This is good. Uh, a real brief overview where we're not going to role play every single aspect of Gosterwick, but it is Great. basically the home base um, or the major the major haven of safety that you um, have uh, currently. So when you approach it, this is where you came from. But uh, for those out there who are, and for you guys who are um, seeing it for the first time in game, basically it um, it is a brand new town relatively. Um, and it is dominated on by, it, it's abuts Toti Lake, um, which you guys can see on Albert there. And it is dominated, uh, the, what abuts that lake is a large ridge. And on top of that ridge is the Azure Keep, which was the very first structure. It was there, it was an old Archontian fortress that was just by itself. Um, Lady Alexa Basilion, who was related to the Emperor, um, a distant relationship, was a point, um, is fighting against her half-brother Iskander. And Iskander is set up in, in Newmarket, which is the, um, ca the actual capital of Burdocks Valley, right? Um, and that's very, very far to the, not, not too far, but it's further down to the south. Um, she has, it's, his, or her half-brother Iskander, Iskander Basilion was put in charge of Burdocks Valley. She is um, contesting that claim and she wants it. So she has basically broken away and she has reclaimed the Azure Keep. She has a contingent of the Knights of the Azure Shield, very strangely actually, that are beholden only to her and only answered to her, even though they are an Imperial institution um, that are also housed in the barracks and in the fortress itself. And then she started building this town. Um, it was, there was just a very basic Thorkin village at one point, but it has expanded and she has named it Vetucaster, um, but it still keeps the, um, the Thorkin name of Gosterwick, uh, is what everyone basically calls it. Cause most of the people there are, are Thorkin. Um, others were strong. Actually, that's not true. Much more Arkantians than Thorkins, but the original people were Thorkins. Um, yeah, and. Do you mind if I ask the spelling? Is Scanter is E-S-C-A-N-D-E-R? Uh, Iskander is I-S-K-A-N-D-R. Oh, okay. I was way off. <laughs> yeah. Isn't oh, that the it. bad guy from Midnight? Uh, from Indiana uh, Jones and the Last Crusade. Anyways. Uh, anyway, how dare you. So she, she restored the keep 25 years ago and she started building the town. Um, the town itself has about 2,200 people, so it's a sizable town. Um, and what's interesting about it is it is as yet unwalled. There are no walls around it, but she has, in anticipation of walls being built, actually built three fully formed gates. So the water gate in which you're, which you're entering through abuts the uh, river itself and is the only gate that actually incorporated into the, into the town proper. So once you pass through the water gate, you're actually in the town. However, there are two other gates that are actually like way outside of town. Like in anticipation of the town growing and walls being built around right. it. So there's sort of like these freestanding like triumphal arch, not triumphal arches, but gates like uh, military gates yeah, basically. Yeah. they're freestanding in the middle of like meadows <laughs> you know what i mean which is pretty cool um yeah. so i have a pretty cool map for you all these maps are cool man oops that is not it i've seen that one I've seen that yeah one. what are you talking about that's the everybody where, dies in that, that one that's the one where everyone dies yeah <laughs> oh that's what yeah, every x is one one guy. this is the town Ooh. of gostawick so from a bird's eye view here you can see Ooh. now they this artist was not able to fit the entire uh the the, the 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 full boundaries of it but this is everything populated but you can see down here 
this is like the stone gate, which is basically freestanding, mm-hmm. right? Okay, okay. And then okay. down, uh, way down uh, here is the Imperial Gate, but it's off the map. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Now you guys came in through the Water Gate, which is behind the ridge here, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so all of this is Toti Lake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? Um, and so north is like in this direction. Cool. Okay. That makes sense. All right, so there's this huge ridge, and so uh, the Azure Keep was the original fortress. This is the first dwelling that was ever here, right? And then uh, this was built afterwards. The residence where the Lady Alexia lives, right? Um, And then there is this upper market up here, which is also on top of the ridge, which is like where the very, very fine, uh, rare luxury items are are as well. Um, Everything at the base of the ridge here is like the poorest area. Mm. Okay. okay, and then there's another hill uh, on the far side, which is where all of the temples are. Okay, so there are um, four of major gods. The most popular gods um, are Mitra, Hesychius, Ban, Dema, and Lucreon. But then here, I mean, the house a, of the gods. Matter of opinion. Yeah, <laughs> the house of the gods, which is um, the largest temple, actually has shrines within for all of the other gods, which would include Lysion as well. Um, Thank you. So. Uh, that's just the basic overview of what's what's in here. Um, we're not going to go through every single dwelling. It just depends on where you guys want to go. So uh, Ooh, I see one called the private house. That sounds like a house of ill repute. Now, once again, I'm talking to you this way um, as players who have not been there, but your characters have all been there, right? So when yeah. you guys walk in, yeah. you're very familiar with the place already. Um, sure. And uh, But uh, just for the viewers and listeners and for you guys, um, I'm just kind of giving you guys a layout. So when you walk in, um, you feel at home because this place was actually deliberately built by Lady Alexia, who's known as the Green Lady, in order to accommodate adventurers and every all and everything that supports adventurers. Right? Right. Um, from an imperial point of view, right? She yeah. wants to basically stand up her half brother, who has all of the wealth of Burdocks Valley um, located in Newmarket. Right, it's where all of the farms and all the fiefdoms all bring their goods. They they bring them down to Newmarket, and that's like the real thriving town. And she's like, "Screw you! I'm going to do my own thing because I know this keep way up there that's right at the base of this of this uh, crazy lost city of the yep. Arcantians. You know, and and adventurers are going there all the time. So I can make a mint off this place and prove my worth. Um, so everything here has this semblance of imperial control. She's got all of the bureaucracy set up, but none of it is technically legit. It's only legit because she said it was, and she has the Basilion name, which is the ruling clan, which is the ruling noble mm-hmm. family, right? Um, but if if the people from um, are uh, from Narcilion, which is the are the uh, seat of the Arcanate, actually came and investigated exactly what was going on here, they would probably find a lot of stuff that's not really above above the level you know yeah. what i mean um but mm. but wealth why is, is her half brother not come in and just like kicked her ass and uh, kicked her out yet there well there is the thought that well there's two things first of all um uh, she's got the knights of the azure shield which you don't mess around with for one thing uh two the thought is that her claim may actually have some weight and that acting rashly against her may actually uh, cause disfavor um and three uh it is known that the Lady Alexia actually has a, a deep strain of Thorkin blood in her bloodline, and therefore she is able to actually win the hearts of the Thorkin people, which uh, Lord Iskander does not have. Right. Gotcha. Um, and so she's kind of more friendly with like the native population. 
Um, and wealth is flowing into this town now, like flowing in from all directions, because it's not just not just from Arden Vool, obviously, but um, it's all of like the merchant factors and all that sort of, you know, and all those people are kind of coming in and setting up shops. So and there's a strong presence of the uh, what's known as the Benevolent Brotherhood, which is the Thieves Guild as well. Uh-huh. What do you guys think it would be worth to them if we could somehow broker the information that the hand is actually an elevator? And it would make travel to and from Arden Vool that much easier. How much do you think that would be worth to them? I think it'd be worth a lot. The question is uh, getting paid before you tell them the secret, because once they know it, it's worth nothing. Right. Right. The, the other thing no, to, to here's the thing is, is if, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Matt. I was going to say, like, is it, you know, a profanity like you know did we um you know did we you know pervert this statue and and desecrate it by by doing this or i don't know man i find a cool thing right i think money walks bullshit talks i think they would be very interested <laughs> i think they would be very interested in having a way that they could charge 10 silver for everyone that goes up and down the lift kind of thing i would definitely give them a way to get you know encompass some more of that money that's coming out of Arden Bool, you know? Or or just to move troops up and down. Or or you know what I'm saying? Because those yep. those I, here's what I think. John, if we've been in the town, so if we're okay with this a plan, guys, John, who in town would we approach? Is there someone that works for the Green Lady that is kind of in charge of like adventurer affairs? Uh no one in charge of adventurer affairs, but they're the, the green lady actually defers most of the running of the town to a um uh uh what's what's it called here um hold on um like to, it's, seneschal it's, yeah it's like a seneschal but the 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 term for it in uh, the empire is known as a thesmothete um and the the thesmothete is actually basically in charge of all daily operations of the town and her name is uh, Eusebia Focas. Uh, Eusebia um, has her own office, which is actually right off of the um, Central Market, and you can see it right here, the House of the Thesmothete. Yep. Quite a large Thesmothete? That's a Thesmothete, he says. Yes. So, Mike, what I don't... What kind of reputation I... does she have, John? Is she like... Uh, she's, sorry, sorry, Ted. She's very much like a, um, a down-the-line bureaucrat, like, uh, it's all focused upon the job, like, no... There's no charming her. There's no, there's uh, she like incorrupt. She has a reputation for being incorruptible. You're not sure if she actually is. Um, I but, love that. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, she's not, she's not in charge of adventure. Yeah. She, she basically runs the town. Like you're not going to go to right. a lady Alexia unless you've got like some sort of existential threat or something like that. You know, yeah. she, lady Alexia uh, is also the person that would h- actually hear like um, capital crime cases and stuff like that. Like really big uh, right. uh, crimes. But other than that, lady Alexia tends to stay away from things. I don't dislike your idea, Mike, but I think we should sit on it. Uh, right now is the one thing that sets us apart. It's our one advantage. And Can I counteract that for just one second? Yeah. They're actually investigating it. The reason it wasn't discovered before is because no one actually looked into it before. But it's really not going to take that much for some idiot to stand on the hand and be like, hey, Arden, take me up, before someone else does it. They know it does it now, right? And... We've already lied to the knights that have already been sent to investigate it. So kind of like our next play should be go to the town, say we brought you this information. 
yes, we lied to some knights up at the top, but we didn't know if we could trust them. We want to take it directly to you. How much do you think they this did accuse us of worked? being nefarious? Uh, exactly. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, point. I think. I think now that the cat is out of the bag, it's only going to be a matter of time before somebody else gets on it. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to cast aspersions on the 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 good people of the Azure Shield, but it doesn't seem like they're the most uh, generous. Uh, uh, type. They did butcher yeah, but, uh, everyone and leave their they, they, they butchered. They butchered a, a bunch of, of people and then came up and were immediately like inquisition minded about whoever moved the yeah, hands. Exactly. So, don't trust them. Well, also, also, I get that, but here's the thing. So not only does it help us with whatever monetary you know sure. benefits of giving them this secret, but we might also get some street cred out of this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? We have been abject right. failures as far as adventures go up to <laughs> this point. Abject failures. Well, no, the the, the living ones of us are, are pretty successful. right. Okay, we got to lock it so down. So this might be the only thing that could give us a reputation, right? You know. Also, right. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any need to mention that we t we, you know, talk to the knights up there. You know what? We have this information, and this is just the appropriate person to bring it to. You know, you don't bring this information for, to a soldier for a fee. You bring this information to for the a fee. hundred gold, or even That's for a consideration. Fee. What if we got a discount with the merchants? What if we got some sort of like discount with the merchants? That actually would be better than just getting a sack of gems. A sack of gems, don't get me wrong. I'd be super happy about that. <laughs> but you know, the discount makes a lot of sense. If, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't plan on buying that much. Yeah, why, why don't we go talk to her first I'd, then? Let's yeah, I'd rather have the available. cash. Okay, so you make your way to the house of the Thesmothet. Um, it's, it's a large structure, it's about 30 feet square, it's about three stories high. Um, and it basically, this is the civic heart of Gosterwick. This is where all governance basically takes place. Um, the first two stories are stone and the third one is wood. Um, you casually had in your mind, uh, well, just go talk to Eusebia, uh, Focus, you know, she's the Thespothete and of course she'll just see anyone. <laughs> hey, we are wrong. Pretty, we are pretty important. I mean, look at wrong. This. You guys have seen the movie Brazil. It's very much like that. You walk in and uh, you are met by a number of what are called chartulari, char, char, uh, uh, so a, char, a chartularius, uh, which is a low-ranking bureaucrat, comes up and uh, decides to hear what your request is. Um, how ex uh, you don't have to role play it. Just tell me what, how exactly are you pitching this idea? Anyone else want to go? All right. Uh, I'll go. Uh... <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> we have discovered a conveyance that will make the movement of troops and goods to the base camp in Ardenvool uh, efficient and safe. And we have that information, and we are willing to um, part with it uh, for a consideration from the Femiset. That's Femizoset. <laughs> The best. We're just going to call it the best. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm from Western New York. We can't say fancy words. <laughs> Come on. Uh, okay. So they, he just raises it. He, like, he's got his tablet out and he just raises one eyebrow at you as you kind of declare this. And he's it, and he gets your names if you're okay with giving your names. Yeah. Okay. And his, I will take this to the Thesmothet and uh, she will call on you should she decide that this is something worth looking into. Thank you for your time. Have a wonderful day. Don't be dally dallying about it because we have things how, to do. It already is. How is she going to know where we are? The door is slammed on you already. But, but wait, up, up. 
<laughs> Boy. All right. Enough of that. Tapestry. I have a question about the tapestry. I noticed from the notes that you guys found it in the same room as the teleport circle. Yes. What's on the tapestry? Did you actually look at it? Yes. Nothing Ted, did you watch the episode? It was a... <laughs> no. well, worst, worst fan of the show, Ted, here. Oh, it, yeah. it, is not, it is not a depiction of anything. It is a abstract, um, an abstract kind of like a piece of art. Like right? Like symbols. Like, it's like Muslim, early, early, Muslim early Moorish art. art. Yeah. Okay. Symbols that might explain how to use no, the, the no, 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 not like glyphs. No. <laughs> no, not not like glyphs. We've already gone down this road. Are you guys doing? You are you actually going out. to be doing all this business first, or you do actually want to get room somewhere? No, I think we need oh. the money from the, <laughs> the tapestry. Yeah, we need okay. the money. Okay, so the uh, the tapestry. Okay. Um, you basically have two potential places to get it. Okay, the one that is closed off to you. Um, which you would know that is closed off to you, but um, but you may want to keep in mind for the future is the rarities factor, um, and that is right yeah. over by the grain hole. Okay. Now the rarities factor is actually the newest of the factors and um, is only known here in Gostawick. It was actually started by a uh, uh, a goblin, and his name is Wick Trimmer. Um, and he, he started this rarities factor. He's become quite wealthy because he specializes in antiquities. All right. Now he does what all the other factors do, which basically act as banks, right? They also are, are able to call and, and form a caravan, um, on, at a moment's notice where you can actually, uh, bring your goods or yourselves along on a safe caravan to distant lands or whatever like that. Um, but they will hold your money as well for a fee. They will also extend loans as well. But Wick Trimmer in the Rarities Factor also deals in uh, antiquities rather than just uh, valuables and wealth, right? Um, however, uh, the Rarities Factor does demand a minimum. Uh, all the factors actually demand a minimum deposit. Like, basically, if you're low-life scum, they don't want everything to do with you. It's not worth their time. Um, and that is you. So their services um, require a, a deposit of valuables worth at least 150 gold. That is beyond your reach right now. Is that correct? No, we've Actually, got the gold around. Actually, it's not with the gems and the tapestry, but we need to sell those, not give them to a goblin to sit on and be like, hee hee. So right. we need to sell those or we're broke. So um, your option now, uh, basically, um, is a place up on... Um, Actually, it's not up there. Where is that? It's uh, the pawn shop. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, where is it here? Creons. Where are you, Creons? Creons Curios, Creons. right north of the house of the Thesmo feet. Yes, that's it. Yep. Well, Creons. We're right there anyway. Creons Curios. So, um, uh, where is he here? So, Creon, it's a big old, large, dusty shop. Um, it's on the border of the market and underkeep districts. Um, and it's crammed with all manner of, like, strange goods. Like, basically, if you're, if you think of, like, the, um, the the old man shop in the beginning of Gremlins, <clears throat> right? It's like it's like that. Um, and Creon himself is very eccentric, and he's sort of a collector himself. He's very very proud of his inventory, though, and um, and he is happy uh, to. He's always looking for basically what he could just calls unusual items. Anything old is the way he puts it is what he's looking for. Um, and, uh, when you bust out the tapestry, he is very happy to see that and instantly pegs it as something that you took from Arden Bull. Um, and, um, he is happy to take that for 80% of its value. <clears throat> 80 gold pieces. 
Take it or leave it. Who has charisma? <laughs> I am a very charismatic goblin. I'm and I would like to... Uh, charismatic as well, so... I would like to try and talk him up to 87%. Okay. You can certainly roll. I will warn you right on top okay. of the uh, top that it is, uh, will require an unbelievably good roll. On on what sort of die would you like me to roll that? Uh, 2d6. Two-sided. Ed, what's your charisma? Just out of curiosity, sorry. Not to steal your thunder. Go ahead. What's your what's your charisma? Oh, mine. I, I thought you were asking him. Uh, mine is mine is a fourteen. Oh, Ed. well, I'm thirteen. What am I doing all the talking? Uh, Sixteen. For? Okay, so if it's a really <laughs> high roll, oh, hold on, guys, hold on. We're all a bunch of amateurs. I have an eight. All right, and I'm gonna go. <laughs> no way, man. All right, what I'm doing, really, John. So, okay, yeah, yeah go ahead. Just let Ted do it for the story. Yeah, go. It's fine. New favorite. Right. Two D two D six, right, John? Yep. I rolled a six. Okay, so he's he knows your that's, type. That's not a very good roll. He says, "I I've heard I've heard it all. I've seen every sort of adventure, and one's much more wealthy and more capable than you. I'll give you eighty gold for it. Consider yourself lucky." Ah! <laughs> right, that's all the way down. Are you sure you can do a little bit more? Eighty gold. All right, fine. Okay. All right, so you you get 80 pieces of gold. Or 20 each. Wait, why, is, why are we giving the new guy something? I mean, he did help carry it down, after all. No, I carried I took, it down. I took the one, one, uh, the one gold, nine silver from uh, <laughs> Varger's corpse as my hiring okay. fee. <laughs> all right, what else do you want to do? All right. Uh... Well, well I'm taking my I'm taking my twenty gold. Yeah. And uh Do you want to hire a retainer? Uh, Do you want to buy goods? Gotta We need to find a through it. We want to get into a dungeon, right? We don't want to spend yeah. time here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Come on, no, Chad. We're gonna stay the night, we're gonna go back. Come on. I, Fine. I have, spending I, have the night. List, I have I have a list of things that I need. Okay, uh, what are you buying? Yep. It's it's pretty simple. I need a replacement shield, as it uh, you know saved my life. Mm -hmm. I would like to purchase a uh, a helmet. Yep. And. Uh, then I would also like to get a ball of twine. Uh, a ball of twine. Okay. Like a, sure. Big I would like a helmet. Man. Yep. A helmet is that thing where it's like if you get critted, it, it'll mitigate the crit, right? Yeah, you can like yep. uncrit a crit. Yep. I need I need a helmet too then. Okay, so uh, yes. you guys can um, you can get the armor and the shield uh, and the shields over at Torn the Smith. Okay. Or the list Where's of prices. That? What what is like ah, one up from studded leather? Is it like uh, chainmail? Same in the book. It's a, shut up! Uh, I don't have the book. Yeah, it's chainmail. I'm I'm waiting for the book to come. It's, damn it! It's chainmail. Well, yeah. I don't I don't need anything shopping wise other than just I needed money to live on. Um. All right. So a shield is ten. A helmet is five. Chainmail is forty. <clears throat> okay. Well, buy chainmail. You can have my studded leather. I'll buy chainmail. How's that? You think it'll fit? Yeah. yeah. All right. Helmet is five. Got it. So I have fifteen gold left. Okay, anything else? Do we want um, 
How about another lantern and some lantern oil? Sure. Um, I buy a bullseye lantern and I buy two, three flasks of oil. All right. And David, you were talking about getting a retainer, right? I was, but I didn't get a consensus, so I was going to wait on it. Uh, what what kind of retainer was it that you wanted? I didn't. I think it's beneficial for us either to hire a thief or a meat shield. So either some muscle, because none of us are particularly strong, or someone to help us circumvent fights like a thief. So uh, the thief, what, what do you guys think? Or we can yeah. wait and just do that next time. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not pressured to do it now. I just think. I could do it right uh, now. Those are the options. I, I th- I, how, much I, does I, a, how much is a thief and how much is a muscle guy? They're gonna. By the way, they're gonna split our XP and they're gonna split our treasure. FYI, I know. Yeah. But, yeah. No, no, I'm, yeah. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, dead guys I'm not don't really get into XP. it. That's right. not true. This is the way that I can. This is the way I'm gonna do it. Is that you're not gonna need to follow this the rules of like posting a sign or buying people drinks and stuff like that, and then rolling to see like what type of person. Like if you if you want to specifically get a thief, you can definitely get a thief. It's that kind of town. It's not a big deal. Of course, the person would be level one. Um, we would still have to roll for, uh, depending on what kind of, um, what you're offering them and your charisma, uh, we would still roll to see if they accepted your offer and, and went with you. That's the, that's the one thing I would do. Um, right. So they may not, they may not actually accept, but so it, it, they don't, there's no cost, right? It's all dependent upon what you want to give. Um, the, the, if you want right. a, a general feel for it, generally what it is, is the standard daily rate is one gold. Um, and if they are a full-on retainer, like an actual adventurer that's with you, they're going to also take a half share of the loot. They're going to ask for a half share of the loot. Now, that's the baseline standard. You can be more stingy, and they still may accept, or you can be more generous, and they're more, more likely to, to accept, right? Um, and, of course, it's all affected by... I mean, remember that the retainer is someone's retainer, not the party's retainer, so it's based sure. upon whoever does its charisma, and then that right. person has to run right. it. I, think, I mean, think I, about I think this, for now, guys. we so, should... Go ahead. Oh, go, go, ahead. Like, go ahead, David. You want to skip we, it for now? Well, then let's skip it. I think now. we should skip it till next time we're back in town. I okay. think we should. I think we should get some like XP under our belts because we're all level one, and then we'll go from there. Yes. Yeah. I don't feel right about spending money on a retainer yet. It doesn't. Yeah. All right. So let's do that. Unless okay. it's somebody very tall who will uh, carry me around. <laughs> wow! All this talk about getting someone to. All right. Okay. You're in town. All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, no. Nope. Uh, in okay. and then return to town. Okay, so um, your most likely place that you're going to probably want to stay um, is somewhere that is uh, cheap. Um, that place, there are a number of different inns, but the place that you're probably going to want to be at is the Yellow Cloak Inn. Um, okay. Uh, it's one of the oldest structures in Gosterwick. Um, has a very favorable site that is actually abutting uh, the central market. Um, it's kind of cool. Uh, the, the main structure of it, which is uh, this part right here. Okay is actually painted in the imperial yellow. So the, the, the color of the empire is yellow um, and is five stories tall. It's like a huge, huge place. Um, uh, that faces Stone Street. And that has the ground floor, uh, has reception, a lounge. There's an upper class common room where you, you guys are not allowed to go. Um, and the upper floors of that, like floors four and five, are, have like individual rooms for rent. Um, now, the subsidiary structure, which is a little bit newer, is a smaller one, which abuts Market Street. Okay. Um, and that, uh, the, it's only three stories high. It has the kitchen and the main common room and the upper two floors actually contain several, um, dormitory, dormitory style bunk rooms. 
right? And that's probably more your speed. But I'll give you the option just in case you guys are feeling fancy. Um, a night in a single room, so on the top floors of the main dwelling, uh, is one gold for a head, but there is only a maximum of three people that can be in one room, okay? But a bunk bed in one of the dormitories is one silver per night per person. Oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. So if everyone's right. uh, staying, that's going to be one silver from each of you? Okay. Uh, and if you want to eat, uh, do you want to eat your rations or would you rather pay for a meal? Uh, I need to eat their meals because I only have like two days of rations. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, but, fresh meals are better. A, a hot meal, you know, I'm still kind of bleeding a little bit. So, you know, put some fuel in. All right. So uh, if you want to split the difference and you want to get something in the middle for a merchant's meal, um, it's two SP per person. Yeah, so three SP total for the bed and the meal, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Nice. All okay. right. Um, if if you guys end up really rolling in the dough and you guys actually have horses, uh, just in the future, just be aware that they will cost five silver per night to stable behind the end. Okay. Um, okay. The the innkeeper is her name is Margot the Red. Um, Why is she called the Red, John? Red hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so, and she, she's very welcoming. Like, like I said, it's sort of like a very like classed in, right? There's like for the nice people and then for the shitty people and you guys are in the shitty part, but she, but Margot is very, very, she is a, she's a woman of business and she does not see class. <laughs> she's happy to, <laughs> she's equally polite to, to either, to either kind of people who come in. Um, so, uh, luckily the, the dormitories are, uh, they don't smell that great, and there's a lot of noise from other sleeping, you know, uh, travelers and uh, wanderers and adventurers. But um, uh, other than that, it is relatively clean. You do not wake up with lice or anything like that. And Wait. you wake up on the second. Um, Avaricious is still not feeling great, but he's getting there on the mend. And let's roll a quick weather check, please. Who's rolling? That'll be not me. I just rolled the last one. I made it gloomy. Okay. Two d six, right? A boom, a boom. Oh, that's a twelve. Uh -oh. Twelve. A chill mist descends. Yes. Uh, okay. So, uh, I'm gonna go buy a fur coat. A, a clammy, a clammy day. I was just a, a cold mist or like a chill mist. Not, a, yeah, not in a cool way. <laughs> um, we'll say it's it's so foggy when you wake up and you're. Shivering as you come down out of your bunk and outside, and then we'll say that the that the the keep itself up on the ridge is hidden in the mist, and you just see the looming silhouettes of all the dwellings around you. Um, as this you is know. great. If it's still foggy when we get to the hand, maybe no one will see us go up. That's what I am thinking. I like yeah. the way yeah. you think, my friend. Yes. Well, but let's let's check in with the Thesmothete first before we leave town. I agreed. First thing in the morning, we go check on our petition. Okay. <laughs> Uh, a, a brand new uh, Charlotarius uh, greets you, and when you bring up your your uh, request, um, he looks. He takes him like an abnormal amount of time to go find like the records of the meeting, you know. And he's like, "Ah, yes, the Thespothete has." Uh, well, and he looks a little bit surprised. Taken this into her office and is going over it as we speak. Uh, we'll, we'll be going over it soon, I should say. Perhaps on your next visit, uh, we we will be. Uh, she might take it upon herself to schedule a meeting with you. Good day, Slam. 
<laughs> I love this. That's progress, guys. I'm sorry, but I'm happy about that. That's yeah, great. The Brazil call out was a good, good one. Uh, nice. Okay. Uh, so you head out uh, into this fog, um, and what you first thought it was unseasonable, but would probably lift with the morning, with the sun's uh, early morning sun's rays, does not. It stays clouding your vision, um, making footing treacherous as you work your way back up the Imperial Road towards the great statues of Arden and Vool. Um, okay. And it was only the sound of the waters that notify you of their of your impending arrival at the cliffs. Um, because it is dense, dense fog here. Now, uh, to, be, to be clear, once again, the, um, the, let me just get the map up here. Oh, wrong one. Burdox Valley, where are you? There you are. The hand, um, is basically as it looks right here, right? So it doesn't actually go all the way down, right? Okay. Oh. So, so it goes middle way up, middle way up. Yeah, so we did kind of gloss over the fact that you would have had to actually traverse across the cliff in the way that Varger did, which is kind of a big uh, oversight on my part. So it's not that easy, right? For what it's worth, there are ropes and stakes still there unless they've been removed. That's but, that's yeah. that's really weird, though. Why would they build it like that? I assume maybe that there we, were, we... Maybe there were stairs before or something, Ted. Yeah, still, I just figured we found it like in though. the in the halfway position, right? And that by yeah. riding it, we went all the way down. Yeah, I thought the same. No. Okay. Oh. It's still so worth a while, dude, because it can literally just build a platform arm, yeah. to it, you know? And it's still good. What'd you okay. say, Matt? Oh, I was just saying, like, we're, so we're going to have to, like, basically, like, crawl up the, or crawl down the forearm back towards the elbow and then crawl up a little bit to the... Uh, I think that suffice land, to say you won't landing. be taking pack animals. Yeah, I don't think this is. I don't think this is actually a bring your armies and your merchant carts yeah. situation. This is a uh, four guys with a quick escape situation. Maybe. Uh, all right. Anyway, that's the so go go go. Ride it up, baby. John, were the were the um, were all the dead uh, guys still at the at the base when we got there? Anything? Yes, about they're it? still there. Yeah. We just push those in the river. Actually, can we look? There's no. I don't want to get too distracted. There's no like gear on them, right? They're just like primitive primitive only. Yeah, that's yeah. what I figure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. As we're walking along, John, I'm just going to point out the tower where we saw the ghosty in the basement to Squeegee and to Alwer. And, and we're and we're. and we're and just kind of tell them the story of our adventures thus far, so that we don't have to be like, oh, I don't know that later on. Sure. Cool. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Okay, so are you taking the switch back all the way up? No. Let's take the... Okay, you have no... Hand. Hand. Okay, so how are you getting across to the hand? The ropes that are the still ropes. there from when Varger was climbing, he left all that behind. Okay. As, awesome. he's, as he's mentioned a bunch of times, because he's mad about losing all his rope. Okay. <laughs> Listen, he's a man of rope, all right? If there, if there was a rope, a rope bearer class, I would run it. <laughs> Uh, That's what we should have hired as a rope bearer. Okay, hmm. so you make your way up. It's it's a very kind of uh, unnerving ride back up again because of the mist. Uh, like you can't see anything. It's just sort of like oh, you're on this platform in the middle of space, basically as you as you're moving back up. Um, you exit once again uh, near the um, falls itself. Yep. And you march back into the ruins, the ruined city of Ardenbull. Back to your favorite map, the map that kills people. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh. Death. Should we should I draw a skull everywhere if someone's died? <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, okay. Uh, run out of space more on the map. Importantly, are we just going to go straight to the pyramid now? I think we go straight to the yeah. pyramid. I, I've I've been wanting to check that out for a long time. Yeah, exactly. Let's okay. do it. Okay, so you retrace your steps exactly the same way you did when you first explored here, going over to the obelisk and then heading north down the boulevard through the line of oak trees. Um, yep. Around the great oak, which um, assuming you don't do anything anti-tree, um, stays still. Oh, no. um, I say hello to the tree. I wave. Hello. Say a whispered prayer to the ominous silhouette uh, that's poking through the mist of the Tower of Scrutiny, where you know that the... Uh, well, actually, I, I forgot that you, you you laid Ozark to rest, so that's actually all good. Um, and uh, suddenly, basically, like you almost walk right into it because of the mist is the pyramid that looms up before you, right? Gigantic. You, we... you can't even see up to the top where before you know that somewhere up there is some gigantic, massive statue of ibis-headed Thoth up at the top. Um, but what approaches, what uh, faces you here on the southern end is these uh, worn steps, um, the marble steps that rise up to the top. Remember that the um, the step pyramid itself is made out of granite, but the steps that go up the middle are made out of marble, and they have those alternating <clears throat> uh, painted uh, images on them. Uh, sorry, carved images right. on them. Um, I believe you put that in your notes, but maybe for the viewers, just real quick. They uh, There are four images. They alternate. Um, the first is the uh, Thoth, pointing both arms at a robed human descending a staircase. Then Thoth pointing his left arm at a bowing human who is presenting the god with a plate of scrolls and coins. Then Thoth spewing forth a long scroll inscribed with abstract writing into the hands of grateful humans. And then fourth, not Thoth, a baboon who is, is often um, one of the representations of Thoth or associated with Thoth as well as an ibis. Um, a baboon squatting with an open book on its thighs, holding a pen in its paw and gazing at a group of humans. A feather appears between the baboon and the people. And that alternates. And that exact the sequence. It looks way just like my Uncle Murray. Uh, our session four <laughs> notes have that written down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Let's do this. Uh, before we do that, can we do a quick bathroom break? Bathroom break. Like right okay. Up to yeah, the bathroom break. Boom. We will I love be... it. The listeners at home, now's a good time. That's right. Hit pause. <laughs> we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Everyone has peed. Everyone has a drink. We're all good. All right. Um, okay. The pyramid looms up before you, uh, the top of it hidden in the mist. You've taken a look at the alternating images on the marble stairs. They lie before you. Do you go up the south face? Well, John, I have a question. Uh, we've we've seen, now we've, we've gone around a couple of times on a couple of different days. Do all of the staircases seem the same? Like, they, do they all show like similar amounts of wear? And they sure do. Yep. Uh, but, but Thoth only faces uh, one direction, right? Yes, that's correct. It's not like a four-headed statue. Which way does he face? Uh, he is facing. I can't find it right now. Let's just say it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. The question okay, is, gonna... which of the stairs turns into a ramp, and then the Hanna Barbera like, what, 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 what happens before <laughs> yeah, we slide we'll down? Yeah. That one. In, uh, into, yeah, the, into this spike trap. I <laughs> unlimber my shield. I un. I get out my hand axe, and I march up the stairs. Likewise. 
Uh, just just yeah. as like a general note, John, uh, this doesn't have to be like a close inspection, but now that I'm playing a character that play, speaks Mithric, like poor obsolescent Osric, uh, <laughs> I'm just keeping an eye out for Mithric and, and like the temple facade and various other things that we wouldn't have seen before. That's it. Gotcha. Okay. So you uh, you wake your up the steps. There are 120 of them. Worn in the center from from traffic. Um, uh, actually, Evaristios, you do. I, I I should note actually since you have done the perimeter of this pyramid a couple of times um, that the steps on the um, eastern side are more worn than the others. Aha. Okay. Well, let's do that. Uh, yeah, I think we should go up the way most people go up. Since we've heard this is a popular entrance. Okay. So up you go, um, and soon enough, the, the 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 ground basically drops away into the mist. Right, uh, the it basically goes like forty five feet up above the floor of the city itself. So that gives you an idea of how thick the mists actually are. And you find yourself underneath and passing uh, between some columns underneath a thirty foot square platform that is sheathed in white marble. All right, there is a dark gray granite cap, uh, canopy that rises 30 feet above the platform itself, which accommodates underneath this gigantic statue of Thoth. Um, there are, uh, at the four corners of this platform, are purple porphyry columns. Uh, you guys know what porphyry is? Like the, it's like a purplish stone, The right? type of stone, yeah. yeah. Um, that support the canopy. And crouching at the foot of each one of these columns, facing inward towards the, towards the statue, is a heavily pitted, four-foot-tall statue of a crouching baboon, once again associated with Thoth, um, with its mouth slightly open as if barking. Okay, and there are four uh, of these you things. you say pitted, uh, what do you mean? Like pitted iron or pitted stone? Stone. Like it's degraded stone somehow? Yeah. But yeah. the statue is not. Uh Let's see. Uh, oh, sorry, not... the, the column. The column is fine, but the statue in front of it is pitted. Yeah, the, the column's not perfect. You know, it's worn, but the 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 baboons are are pitted. Yeah. Um, does it seem like they have been it, it weathered? Does, or it, it doesn't matter. It's a description thing. All right. Uh, the The statue itself is twenty feet tall, um, and it is a marvel of the sculptor's trade. It is made out of solid block of porphyry except for the ibis head on top, which is made out of white marble. So it's uh, the, mm -hmm. the juxtaposition of the two types of stone, one dark purple porphyry and the white marble is really striking. Um, and uh, there are two, uh, the first thing that your eyes are drawn to when you look up at the statue, there are two grapefruit-sized grapefruit lumps of shaped jade that serve as its eyes. Wow, um, Barger were here. <laughs> its arms rest flat at its side. All right. Now we were told something about moving the arms. Now I, I also remember just there's just more. If anybody gets the idea, I, I remember we heard a story about removing the eyes, bringing things to life that come and kill you. Yeah. Um, so in, directly in front of the statue, which you're basically uh, either surrounding or stepping on, there is a, a ten foot by five foot lid. That is obviously distinct from the rest of the marble platform that you're standing on. Ten foot by five foot. What you cut out for a second? A lid, like a like, like a. Is it like a like a like, like a, a trap like door a, hatch? Yes, kind of exactly. Thing? Yeah. 
In front of the statue, like right in front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there like uh, like movement marks? Does it seem like this thing pivots, or is there any indication of like how it might open or move or whatever? Uh, it is. The the, it seems to be made of the same sort of marble, so it's kind of hard to tell. But it's it's very distinct from the rest of it. You know what I mean? Like it's obviously something that that is meant to be moved or manipulated in some sort of way. But like on the on the ground next to it, right? Like there aren't like Yes. Grooves in the ground or anything like that? No. Uh, just to confirm Avarosius's instincts, and we're as if from some other dimension, Ooh, says, yes, removing the gems of eyes and the statues will emanate or animate and kick your ass. <laughs> as the notes do say. <laughs> All right. And- I tell you, I pay attention to things that will come alive and kill me. <laughs> No Not one's gonna go. Don't touch the gems. <laughs> no one's gonna challenge that old trope. Let's let's go. Yeah. Wiggle those arms there, Squeegee. I take a step back. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Wiggle <laughs> those arms back. at a human descending the staircase is what the first painting depicted. It was headed north, Thoth pointing both arms at a human descending the staircase. Do, do the, are, are the arms like? Is there like a, a crease? Does it look like they could move? Maybe you're not really sure. It's a very, very sky- fine sculpture, so it's difficult. It's to tell. what uh, it's what the innkeeper said. So, uh, let's try. It. will go up there and he'll uh, consider it for a moment, and uh, if he can reach, he'll push the hand of one of the arms forward, like uh, so that the arm is like that. Okay. Uh, nothing happens. It does move though. So the, the, the and uh, it takes a little bit of right. effort, but it looks like it's actually it doesn't like pieces of stone and dust like fly everywhere. It like it it takes some strength, but it just goes. I got it. I got it. And it you can hear no it. No problem. You can hear it ratchet into place at that level. He'll go He'll around to the, the other side. Yeah, I got it. I'm gonna do it again. Image had two arms, so I think this is two arms. I do it again. Okay, so both so both of them are like out. Yeah, like that. Like okay. in the picture that we saw on the stairs. Yeah, like that. Okay, so give me one second. And my new character will be named. <laughs> I was say, <laughs> stone baboons rip your arms off your torso. Yep. Uh, let me just look at the map here. Uh... I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, steal a name from that Goblins cartoon. This my next right. character will be called Dies Horribly. Wait, 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 I have a question. Uh, did, did he move the left arm first or the right arm first? Which oh, one did no. You do? It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I did the left arm okay. first. Okay. Because uh, the left arm pointing at a human, presenting it with scrolls and coins. Okay, so when you put the second arm up and it rashes into place next to the other one, the, the uh, piece of marble on the ground sinks a little bit down below and uh, shifts towards the west. And it reveals a staircase that leads down and to the north. All right, boys. I push the dwarf in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sturdy and loaded the ground. Gym. You're not pushing me. <laughs> All right. Hey. So that, it seems like hey. it seems like we have a, a clear pathway down into the dungeon. You know what? Maybe we should go back to the inn. Yeah, why don't we get some more rest? <laughs> you know what? Get I'm just it. trying to crawl along the surface for another... Do you want to become it. farmers by chance? <laughs> so the, the stairs down uh, are made out of rough granite blocks, and it's obviously that they have seen very, very heavy use. Yeah. 
All right, I'll tell you what. I got the old uh, Infravision. Why don't I go uh, take a quick peek? I, I got the Infravision, too. You want me to come with you? Uh, yeah, all right, sure. I right. also have I have a Torture Vision. No, I don't you, know. You'll you, screw up my you go like Yeah, you go like 15 feet behind us, maybe more. Maybe, maybe 30 feet behind us. Oh, yeah, I will bravely follow behind you with my, with whatever, my torch. Whatever distance means that we can steal the loot and you can still help defend us. Yeah. yeah <laughs> your, your money is in the wrong place, my friend. Oh, dear. All right, let's go, boys. Before we descend, what kind of gems were in the eyes of this statue? Jade. Jade. Okay. okay. Untouchable, thoth eyeball jade. Go, come on. Okay, so you... Uh, so All right, now hold on, Mike. This is how people get killed. We're in the dungeon. We're going down. Okay. Deep uh, breath. Sorry, sorry. So is Gordon Squeegee going down without light? Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. Yes. Just you two? Infravision, baby. No, they're coming to be about like 20 feet behind us with their they, torches. They seem to want us to stay back, but I spark up a torch and start walking behind them about... Just Avaricious? I'm walking behind Avaricious using his torchlight, but I'm walking on the edge of the torchlight, if that makes sense. Okay. We're starting at 1 p.m. Okay. okay. Can you light the torch? Make uh, smart off the torch. Mark, uh, okay. Uh, one, one turn already, so... You uh, you head down, um, and they go down uh, steeply, and they end up at a, uh, a stairwell that turns around, um, and you can see that, uh, that the ceiling of the stairwell here was originally plastered and decorated, very similar to how many of our Kantian instructions... Our Kantian construction is uh, made, um, but there's only tiny, tiny shreds of plaster that remain. Um, uh, you can also see, like, wait when you go down, that underneath, um, uh, just, uh, like, basically when you go down, you can see that the part of the, uh, what am I saying? The part of the platform that moved to the side to allow you to go, uh, to, to enter the stairways, when you go down further and you look back up, you can see that there is an iron handle underneath it. Do we want to go ahead and close it? Oh, yeah, close it up. I'll, I'll close it since I'm in the back of the turn order. All right, darkness can, darkness descends as what little uh, sunlight there was is completely shut off, and you only have the flickering of Avaricious' torch. Uh, Squeegee and Gorin, you, you, um, you see no heat sources down below. John, John can you put up a map for us to, to start mapping? Uh, yeah, you, you won't need it for here, but I'll, I'll let you know when there is. Oh. Um, that last okay. time you said that we all died. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why we didn't need the map. Not from a lack of Yeah, map. okay. All right. Um, all right. So we're in the corridor. Yep. Door is closed behind us. We're in the dark. Okay. Uh, so when you get to the landing, um, oh, hold on a second. I got to get this oriented here. Give me a second. Uh, yeah. No problem. Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just a landing that allows it to change direction. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah, you, you get you get down to a landing after about ten feet, switches direction and switches back and goes to, continues to go down further. Um, uh, but you see that all the ornamentation has been stripped from the walls. However, on the walls themselves is an absolute crap ton of graffiti, like all over the walls. <laughs> um, as you as you like look as you hand your torches over, um, uh, looking at it, do any of you guys want to read any of the graffiti? Yes. Uh, sure. Well, Ted, I can't. 
Oh, I guess it doesn't show up on Infravision, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, you are, are, are you guys actually separated from the group? Uh, about like 20, 20 feet. feet. Yeah. Okay. What, right. Whatever. You know what, Ted? This is, he already said no heat sources. Let's just all go together. So let's split the party. Okay. Come, wait, Fine. come back. We arrive with the torches. Uh, what language is this graffiti written on? Var- various? Uh, various. Um, just go ahead and roll me. Uh, uh, how, how many pieces of graffiti would you like to read? I would like to read as many as possible with what languages I comprehend. Because I think some might be warnings. Is my instinct about this. I don't think they're just graffiti for the sake. If, okay. Is that, is that, if that's not burdensome. So I know uh, Arkantian, Thorson, Mithric, Elf, and Halfling. If yeah. any of those qualify for graffiti, I would like to look at them. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's say, uh, how many turns do you want to spend reading graffiti? I would spend... One. Ten minutes is it, plenty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend one turn. Here's, here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend one turn, and if the graffiti is like, Joe is here, I'm going to move on. If I spend one turn and the graffiti is like, on floor seven, there is a wrought iron, but I'm going to spend several more turns. Does right. that make sense? Like if it's all, all like information I can. Yeah, if it was all like Kilroy was here, let me skip it. Yeah. So okay. I would spend I'll spend a turn discerning whether this is innocuous or if it's informational. Okay, go um, ahead and roll a D twenty. Okay. While he while he's doing that, um I would like to look for that is a spe- nine. anything specifically mentioning uh Thoth or Set. Okay. Uh all right, so okay. Uh, on where you, the uh, first one you notice is you see one that says, um, I told Robin not to touch the eyes. Now his picks are mine. It's in our content. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, it, okay. I'm just gonna be very upfront about this because it's it just annoying me. It's a, it's a, it's a random table. You can't uh. pick out stuff. Okay. <laughs> So gotcha. um, there are twenty possible things. I don't feel like spending all this time doing twenty, to doing all twenty of them. So oh, let's just gotcha. say you're going to read five of them, and we'll roll randomly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's there's good. one. You want me to roll? Roll another one. All right. The next twenty is a sixteen. Sixteen. The chasm extends deeper than we thought. I've gone to get more rope. Wait here. It's in Thorkin. Hmm. That's rope. Useful. Interesting. I don't know. Rope? Who would need rope ever? <laughs> rope is garbage. Forget What's the rope. rope. And we're super anti-rope. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Yeah. And we're hates rope. I think that's probably a good character note I should just lean into. All right. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Roll again. Uh, I'll roll again. Sorry. Yeah, that's on me. Number three. Three? Is a 17. Sorry, no. 17 on the third roll. 17. Okay. Uh, watch your back near the well of light, Nico. Those damn monkeys got Freb. It's an Arcantian. That's awesome. All right. Rolling again for the fourth time. I guess I could have just rolled these all at the same time. Sorry. Sorry, yep. viewers. Uh, 18. Uh, the goblins hate the beast men more than we do. It's an okay. Arcantian. Goblins hate beast men more than us. I can confirm that. And the last one is, I just rolled it, is a uh, 16. We got that one before. We already did that one, so I'll roll it again. 20. 20. KK is watching us all the time. Don't trust the dragonflies. It's in Thorkin. Those are the letters oh. KK. Oh, KK. Okay. KK. 
AK is watching us all the time. Don't trust the dragonflies. That's helpful. Those are all helpful. Okay. All right, cool. Cool, cool. All right. So you can continue down. Yeah. Um, so the second stair that you go down is uh, much less steep, but it's equally worn. Um, there are where, where worn marks on each step. The, uh, there are plaster that hangs in shreds from the walls and the ceiling here. There's very little graffiti down on, on the, on the second stair. Um, and this one is much longer, like heads way down. Um, you can feel that you're probably, uh, you probably end up going down below the ground level of the pyramid at this point before it ends okay. up in a large chamber, about 20 feet square and 10 feet tall. Um, and uh, actually, I should tell you, um, as you're going down the stairs, uh, there is Gorand and Squeegee don't pick up on any heat signatures. However, all of you do pick up on the fact that there is a continuous source of non-flickering light that is coming from that from that chamber. Do you want to prepare in any sort of way or? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, sneak up to that doorway. Do we want to douse the, the torch, guys? Well, if we can see a little bit from the light spilling out, uh, the, the, the chamber that we're in, um, is it pretty plain? What's, uh, you... Well, you're not in it yet. We're in the stairs. Oh, you're on stairs. Oh, oh the question the is whether we want to prepare ourselves. Lit. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, I think we should... It, now, is it an opening, John, or there's a door? It's, it's an, an opening. opening. Right? It's just it opening. In. Yeah. And if there's light coming from it, then I would... Uh, Douse the torch and uh, swap it back yeah. for my uh, for my weapon. Okay, mace. Okay. Yeah, and then we can move up closely and carefully. I'll I'll creep up to the door and peek around the edge. There's no door. No, uh, I mean the doorway. Sorry, right. the entrance. Uh, okay, so yeah, so as I said, it's a there appears to be some sort of continual light here, um, and it's uh, coming from the ceiling, which is ten feet above. Uh. And it looks like just sort of like a uh, free-standing source of light. Like there's no, it's not being held in anything. It's just sort of like on the ceiling, just shedding a continuous light um, in this twenty-foot, twenty-foot square area. Uh, whatever plaster was once on the walls has long since disappeared. So there's just the bare stone, neatly trimmed stone masonry of the Arcantians. Um, however, here it is also covered, covered with graffiti. Um, Interesting. To, More graffiti. Okay. The uh, to the left of the stairwell, uh, there is a circle made of bits of stone that has obviously been used as a fire pit. There are scorch. There's scorched charcoal in there, and there are some like small bones that are uh, also inside of it. Like uh, like okay. like somebody had a meal, like little like chicken bones. bones. Mm -hmm. They're not like humanoid, okay. as far as we can tell, right? Just from a quick glance. Not, not you can tell, yeah. All right. So the light like illumines all this graffiti. If you'd like to read some more, you can. Is it all pretty uh, much in the same vein? Uh, there's more stuff. Okay. If you want, Is, are there exits out of this room? We're we're not wasting any torch time, dude. So we might as well just spend a turn oh, reading. The, the light, the lights. It's we already put the torch. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. So we're not wasting torch time. Yeah. So there Let's is just spend a turn reading graffiti. So there is another stairway. Um, that is on the other side of this chamber, 
So it's not like this. Okay. This is actually like an open chamber, like a room, unlike the stairwell where you were right. the graffiti in the first place. It just right. switched back. Okay. But there is another stairway that continues to go down. You have a feeling now that you're right. um, with Gorand. Gorand would actually be able to tell you that you're um, that you're just below ground level right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. But this stairway's well, going. Yeah. Guard this other stairway going that goes down further. I'll keep an eye on that whilst they read the graffiti. Yeah, let's read or do a round. I've got my bow out and I'm watching the stairs. Okay. So graffiti. Um, yep. I'll roll again. Go for it. Go ahead. How many times? Once. Uh, each of us roll one. It'll be fun. Right, everybody oh, everybody gets to roll one. I love it. Okay, my result is a fourteen. Okay. Uh, Set is waiting and watching. It's in Archontian. Mine's a one. A one. It's simply a name um, scrawled in a like a almost like a, a very lovely script. It's not like jagged like a lot of the other hastily scrawled stuff. And it just says Dalton. Oh, Dalton's Dalton's darlings, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't trust him. <laughs> I don't trust him either. It's a fancy That's man. 20, baby. I've uh, got that one already. Damn it. There goes my oh, one twenty. Of the game. You did good. Throw out a number. Nine. Uh, no, we've got that one too. Um, let's just do this. Uh, I'll pick them at random myself. Okay, so you see one that says, um, uh, Gregor was brave, but the dust took him in Arcantian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go, guys. Um, Come on. Let me read one more. If I, if I roll something unique, a five, I don't think we've gotten a five. Uh, a five, you see another name. Um, it says Roger the Rapier. Oh, let's not run into him. Yeah, it sounds weird. It definitely has the eye in there, right? That, yeah, okay, because that's that's you don't want to misread that one. No, yeah, all right, let's head down that staircase. Okay, nothing was coming up, right, John? Nope. All right, so you head down this staircase. This staircase goes down and down and down. It does not switch back. It just keeps going down. Um, it's cramped and it's steep. And you think that you you go down about 350 feet deep, deep into the earth. Yes. Is it uh, dark? Do I need what I need to spark my uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Torch? You know what? Since this seems to, it looks like it goes a long way. I'll I'll light the lantern instead of the torch. Okay. Uh. So going down these stairs. Uh, let's see. Okay, lantern. Uh, one, two, three, four. One, two, lantern. Okay, got it. Um. Okay. The walls. The okay. They were. You tell that the stairs were once flanked with really brightly colored frescoes um, that probably outline like the glories of Thoth at some point. Uh, mm. uh, but now it's the this shoot like stairway is uh, the walls are blackened with uh, like soot and grime, lots of desecration. That sort of you know um, 
there's almost nothing that's meaningful that can be deciphered, unlike the other places where you saw graffiti. Um, once in a while, you'll see like a flash of gold paint or some sort of beak, which probably represents Thoth. Um, some broken runes that you can't really interpret, you know. Um, uh, but there is um, there is also some a great deal of graffiti on here as well. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So as you're going down, let's see. You're moving at sixty feet per turn, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. It's going to take about six turns to get all the way down there. You carefully move your way down. We do go careful. Okay. Turns. Uh, I, uh, remind me, how many do I get out of an oil flask? 24, uh, 24 turns. Yeah. 24. Okay, so uh, these are actually pretty useful. So um, I'm going to have you actually roll a d4. Someone roll me a d4 real quick. Got it. Four. Four, okay. Uh, uh, each one of you roll me a d20. Okay. Just yell out. Six. Six. I okay. got a one, baby. Got a ten. Uh, let's go with Mike first. Uh, Mike with ten. Um, Plumthorn rules these halls. Obey him. Um, what's interesting about this piece of graffiti is that unlike the rest of it, it's only three feet off the ground. Interesting. Uh, Plumthorn's not a dwarven name. It's got to be gnomes. Onway, what'd you get? Uh, I got a six. Six. Thoth's knowledge and his wealth remains hidden, but I know how to unlock it. Look to the arms. Yeah, Matt? I have a feeling we can get those gems, baby, or something. Everisios? I, I, I rolled a one. One. Uh... Skip that one. Uh, one of the dog troopers warned us not to seek an audience with his mistress, the powerful sorceress Dano. Why not? Dano was spelled D E I N O. And Squeegee, what'd you get? Well, I rolled a one. Should I reroll? Yeah. 14. Have we had that one? Uh, so this is another one that's actually written at three feet high. Um, and it says, halflings rule, okay? True. <laughs> <laughs> you good for them. Okay. I'm glad that they are making a, a, a mark for them. Yeah, it's nice. You know, confidence is good when you're you know, challenged yeah. at a yeah, yeah. particular height. All right. Uh, for the viewers, I have put up the map of the level that they're at just to give you an impression of exactly the scope. Of what we're looking at here. Yeah. I can't wait uh, to see it. Oh, when we have no idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. by the way. We cannot see this. <laughs> yeah. It's probably good. Well. All okay. right. Let's just say that Ted's got his work cut out for him, but it's gonna be <laughs> it's it's gonna be glorious. <laughs> Stop mapping, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. All right, I'm ready. I got it. Here we go. You ready, Ted? A big blank map for you. <laughs> should we start? Okay. Where should we start? At the bottom edge? So you, you need to zoom in, uh, uh, Ted, in order to see yeah. the grid lines. Um, oh, there it is. Okay. You're, you're going to want to start sort of like um, central, a little bit north of, of center. Okay. 
And so what if I were to just say, let's see. Don't draw anything. Yeah, I, I didn't even give you a description yet, but I'm just saying this is where you're generally going to start. Right. But I, uh, when we started going down the stairs, well. It was a straight just, shot, dude. I'll let you know. Don't worry. Yeah, but. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So as you, so you've been going down, you're like, when is this staircase ever going to get? It's like 300, you know, you, you spent six turns. So you've been an hour just going down these stairs, reading the graffiti, what is going on. As you get close to what is obviously going to be the end of it, you actually see that there is light coming from up ahead, um, but it is of flickering torches. This is definitely like like normal torches rather than some sort of weird magical light. We let's ninja oh, up to the door. Yeah, that's cheaper the, the, than my lantern oil. So let's. Uh... I bet it's some sort of like halfling toll house. We're going to charge. It. <laughs> All right. So uh, Ted, as yeah, you map. Um, it'll be worth your while and easier for you if each square is 10 feet instead of 5 feet. Okay. Okay. 10 foot squares. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, and, and, uh, and I'll, I'll, one thing douse, I love... I'll douse, hmm? I, I'll douse the lantern as soon as we get down there and the light's coming through. Okay. So, all right. I had six, I had six turns on for the stage. Yeah. So mark on your lantern that you now have a 20 turn lantern. Oh, Okay. 20 turn? 20, 20. I'm sorry, not 20. Uh, 18. 18. 18 turn. Um, okay. One thing I love about uh, Richard Barton's, uh, the way that he writes, it's it, it very, it's very, um, it comes across as Gygaxian sometimes. So he, he actually says that the, it, let me know if you guys know what this word means because I had to look it up. He says that the stairway debouches into a chamber. Do you know what that means? It, yeah, it means it feeds into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> great word. <laughs> Never seen it in my life. Yeah, I I probably <laughs> learned it from Gygax. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the 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 stairway debouches after three hundred and fifty feet, um, into a very large chamber that is lit by a number of guttering torches. Um, it is, uh, uh, not quite square. So it uh, you're coming from the north side of it in the center of uh, the center of the wall. Okay. Um, and it is 70 feet east to west by 60 feet north to south. Thick. Wow. Okay. And you're coming directly down the stairways, entering from the northern, right in the middle of the northern wall. Okay. Okay. Uh, there, the, you, as you enter in, the light is coming from torches that are in sconces that are along the north, south, and west walls, basically providing some dim light, but they don't fully illuminate the center of the room, okay, um, because of the, you know, the radius of the torches. The ceiling here is 30 feet high, and the plaster on the walls has been very badly damaged, um, but the ceiling plaster is still intact. Um, it, you can't... Quite, it looks like there's some sort of imagery up there, but you can't quite make it out. It's just beyond the torch range. Uh, but there might be something interesting there if you can get, uh, if you can get closer to it. Um, there is a substantial amount of debris, wrecked furniture, destroyed armor, equipment. There's bits of bone and leather that has accumulated in all four corners of the chamber, um, and there is dust everywhere. However, there are clear paths that have been, uh, you know, uh, worn through um, that lead from the stairs to a number of different exits from this chamber um there is the path that leads uh towards uh directly uh, there is an archway that leads directly to the uh, uh, um, directly across from you to the south 
There's a pathway that leads through there. There is a um, a pathway of death that leads to a passageway on the western wall, 30 feet down from the north side. Um, and there is a path that leads to a door that is uh, on the northern wall on the very far west side. Okay. So the rest of the place is, is strewn with all of this junk. All right. But now that those aren't the only exits, though. There are numerous exits that actually lead out of here. So in addition to what I said, there is an, also a matching door on the northern wall on the eastern side. There is an archway that is 10 feet, uh, 10 feet, I'm sorry, 20 feet down on the eastern side. And, uh, well, let me, let me, I should probably get to the point of there's what you actually would first see before I give you all the full details here. I'm sorry. Um, uh, what dominates in the center of the room? Okay, that is sort of hidden in the darkness. It's not hidden, but it's just like the, the, the torchlight doesn't quite illuminate it, but you can tell there's this massive thing directly in the center, um, is another statue of the Ibis-headed god. It's about 15 feet tall, and it's facing north, so it's directly facing you. Um, it stands on a three-foot-tall granite pedestal, and it's carved entirely of black onyx. Right, it's in the it's posed in the classic Egyptian fashion, so its right foot is advanced slightly from its other one. Um, its arms are flat at its side. Um, uh, the head is made out of white marble, so similar to the porphyry one up above you, black marble, but with a with a white marble head. Um, its eyes are empty sockets. Okay, at at the foot of the statue, so directly in front of you, um, at the base of the statue, there is a large stone chest that is actually part of the pedestal itself. Okay, yeah. check the bottom of that chest, gang. Is that, is that chest open or closed? It is closed. I'll bet you that's. I'll bet you anything that's that one graffiti where it's like, uh, you know, Thoth's treasures still remain. The secret is in the arms, and I know the secret, or whatever. You remember that one? Yeah. Yep. It's probably exactly what they're talking about here. Like everyone's I probably making. There's not a false bottom in that chest. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's closed, so they're. But none of the other adventurers that have been through here have been able to figure it out, or they've already looted it and closed it again. I so. think that's probably the most likely. You know, okay. Find out. All right. There are there are other exits and entrances, but I but like um I'll I don't want to spend too much time on it right now but what do you what do you do right and now the, somebody roll a die and pick an entrance let's go the, the one that you the the entrances in, uh, that you've mentioned so far are those all open or are some of them closed oh uh, there are, a couple, are doors. The, the doors are all closed the archways of course are open i now, think you guys are standing you haven't exits. even entered the room yet you're just like, you're right. like looking in i go into the room i'm in the room okay let's go in all right so uh okay. in addition so uh ted um your right uh, archway is is just ten feet up. If you know what I mean. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. This I wonder. Okay. No, it should go. It should go here. Oh, what the? Oops. Oh no, I see the problem. Sorry. Okay. Think to erase is what? <laughs> yeah. Is is yep. is this one on this on the west side correct, John? Uh. No, it's uh actually that one should be up one too. Oh, so up here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when you said thirty feet, you meant it was 
the 30. In the th- it was the 30 feet, not 30 right. feet and then a doorway. Yes, correct. Who is yeah. doing the red dot? Because it doesn't need to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's that's right, Ted. You got it. All right. So on the on the eastern side, Ted, uh, twenty more feet down from that first one is another one. Okay, another archway. So here. Correct. Yep. Another archway. Okay. Okay. Then yep. there are um, matching doorways in the southwest and southeast corner, like like exactly like the northwest and northeast. Okay. Okay. And th- those okay. are those are, are actually the what you see as far as the um, the exits from here. Okay, but only the th- first three you mentioned have worn pathways uh, through that, the dust and debris. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are the others? I'll, I'll double. I'll actually, double. obstructed by debris or just two, three, not three, commonly in use. Two, hold on a second. Uh, three, twelve, fifteen, thirty-one, three. 12, 15, um, and I'm sorry, there is another one that is actually goes to that um, second archway on the east, the one that's further south. Okay, so um, yeah, and now you also see that in the room, as you step into it, there is uh, uh, on the western wall, lit by the torch that is in the sconce right there, basically like almost highlighting that light is slumped against, uh, slumped against the wall is a body of some sort. Like, Does it seem fresh or old? It's from this distance. It seems fresh. It doesn't seem like a skeleton. <clears throat> it does not, doesn't particularly smell that bad. Oh, let's go yeah. check that guy out. Maybe he's got some good stuff. You head over there. Oh, help, helpful things. I mean, excuse me. Maybe we can help him. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Ah, uh, the classic murder hobos. All right. You, you you head over to the body, and as you do, is you round you you round that statue once again. The just kind of picture like the center of the room is almost in darkness, right? You know, so yeah. the, the the statue is sort of ominously like always at your back, sort of thing. Um, and you see that uh, up against the wall is what appears to be a female adventurer, some sort of human, you can't quite tell. Uh, She started to decompose a little bit. The smell is sort of like located more close to her. Um, And uh, she has a dagger, which has basically fallen out of her hand. Um, And uh, she looks as if she's been killed by some sort of blade of some sort, numerous stabbings. Um, and as you're kind of looking at it, it's like, that's not good. You hear it, oi, from the eastern, from the, from the east. Who's there now? Step out. Let me see. You've got to pay the price, you know. Can't just come ah, down here willy. Uh, <laughs> uh, to which I say, oh, is that Plumthorn? <laughs> well, it's not Plumthorn himself, of course. I'm his lieutenant. Name's Ross uh, Kelly Winterly. Dr. Plumthorn. <laughs> Um, and you see come out with like some torches. Uh, there is uh, six halflings that are armed and armored, led by a female halfling uh, who has blonde hair, which is crazily spiked, like a punk rocker sort of thing, uh, with like uh-huh. like deliberately spiked with like oil, right? Um, and she has a cruel 
scar on her lip, which like brings her brings her one lip up into like a permanent sneer. Um, they are all armed. Um, uh, she's got a short sword. Uh, her her the men the the small halfling men behind them are armed with spears and slings and have studded leather armor where they have shields like they're really heavily armored. Um, and they're kind of pale faced, look a little rough around the edges, and she kind of comes up all she's got her like her hands on her hips. Um, and you hear a iron gate somewhere off in the darkness out of that out of that um the more southerly of the eastern archways slam shut. You hear like a dong, you know. Um and they they kind of come up and they kind of approach you as you're kind of hovered over that body. It's like you gotta pay the toll, gotta pay plumthorn. Hey, they told you, you got adventuring rights. Here? What happened to this one here? Ah, who you? knows? All sorts of bad shit can go on down here, you know? What's oh. the toll? Oh, it's a... It's not much, just a pittance, basically. It's a it's a license, basically, that you're going to be given to the big boss. Uh, it's uh, going to cost you 25 gold up front. Ah! Now, just hear me out. Hear me out. It's totally reasonable. Every other time that you happen to go back up and come back down, the prices go down only 10 gold. Uh, now, in addition, of course, any sort of treasure that you bring back up out of the depths, 10% goes to the big boss. Seem fair? Uh, it's got quite the uh, setup here. Uh, indeed, we do. 25. Hey, wait, hey, hey, oh, 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 hey, oh, oh, whoa, 25 gold per each of us or as a as a group? Nah, for the license. It's Come on, we're reasonable people. It's only 25 gold straight up. If you want to give us 25, I'd... what do you think, boys? 100 gold? Oh, happy night. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> that's crazy talk. Uh, 25 for the license. What's the license actually uh, get you? What's it entitle you to? It allows you to explore the dungeon. Anywhere I want to go? Anywhere you want to go. Any treasure what if I want to go down that hallway you just came out of? Well, you can't go back down there, of course. That's our Aha. place. We oh, run this. It's not oh, we got to take, oh, take 20, oh, yeah, 20 Wait, gold, maybe. Hey, the best. hey, shut what up. What I always say about halflings? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> this isn't up for discussion. You pay 25 gold. Or we start breaking some bones. Right, fellas? Bones. Yeah, Who's right. your, who? Sorry, go ahead. How are you going to get 25 gold out of us? I got broken bones. It's going to take it off your body. <laughs> like I got 25 yeah. gold. Come Listen on. to your dwarf friend over here. It's not going to be that tough. You guys don't look like you've uh, seen much action. I, I, turn around, I turn around doing my face to the party, but I'm saying really loud. You guys don't know these halflings, man. They're bad news. We've heard all about <laughs> them down in, in Gosterwick, man. You know? Yeah, see? Um, you see? Yeah. I. Ross Kelly, they heard I, of I, us. They heard of us, Ross Kelly. Yeah, that's right. Of course they have. I turn around, I give uh, the spiky hair one like a, a big smile and go, I don't suppose you'd let us get by on credit. <laughs> We're a little short of funds right now. Oh, that's a shame. I guess you're not going to be doing much exploring then. Up you go. Uh, okay, how many? Sorry, John. One more, one more description. How many people? How many, how many halflings? Six. six of them. Six, six heavily of them. armed halflings. I got an idea, guys. Can we have a... Just give us a second. Uh, huddle. Huddle. We need to like check our, our finances. Just a moment. Telegraphing. Think that, they, they, yeah. They, to be specific, uh, 
uh, the, she, she's got a short sword and a dagger. They are all wearing studded leather. They all have shields. They all have spears, yes. clubs, and yeah, slings. Yeah. Oh, fighting yep, him is yep. not an option. No, no, no. We got that. Fight. We got that. Here's my yeah. idea, guys. Okay. Do you th- we, we pitch them. We offer them a trade. The secret entrance to the Tower of Scrutiny. Let them turn into whites and waits and ghouls and whatnot. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Honestly, I have 14 gold. Does anyone have any money left? You just got... Oh, you, oh, that was all you had, huh? Yeah, I have enough, but for me... I have no, six. No, Ted, it's 25 total. It's not 25 per person. No, I know, I know. I, I, my share, right? You know, but I, I'm just saying, it's like, I don't, I don't want to spend the rest of the session arguing about halflings and 25 gold. Can we, <laughs> can we just, just do this, please? <laughs> Yeah, so I okay. swear to God, gotta pay. I don't want to pay a toll to go in a dungeon. It's crazy. <laughs> okay, so so all right, they are literal right. gatekeepers. <laughs> yeah, they're literally the toll house, the the Keebler elves. They're literally That's like right. gotta pay the big Keebler boss, Plumthorn. But he broke no the argument. Thing about it, think about this, guys. We do this. We put up with it for a little while. Eventually, we're going to be covered in like flaming armor and have vorpal weapons and. You know, really, demon, you think that's what's gonna happen? And are going to have vorpal weapons? Do you think yeah. you're gonna live till level three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, demon, demon faces like you know, stapled to our cod pieces. We're gonna be badass. Let's just go along with the halflings until we don't have to anymore. Remember, okay. the, the we can leave and we come back. It's another ten gold. No, I understand that. And they're also going to want 10% of our treasure. I get all of that. I think, what choice I think we do we should, have? Yeah. We can't fight them. So, yeah, choice is to just leave. I mean, yeah. we can either fight them and die, yeah. or most of us. Uh, or, or leave and keep trying to find another entrance. And I don't want to do that anymore. So <laughs> I'm down for paying them. I can jam a lot of coins and gems up my ass to hide them from the halflings. <laughs> <laughs> Extra encumbrance slots. Your hobbies are your own, my friend. This is something else. All right. So What's it going to be, so friend? Before we do that, let me, look, let me just check one thing. Sorry. I'm an illusionist. Just let me check the reading, like, the writing of the one spell I memorized. Oh, the fairy course. gold? Oh, shit. What's the spell? No, you me- no, I should have asked you, know you what? what spell did you memorize? Phantasmal Force. Uh, it's on my it's on my sheet marked when I uploaded it. Um, I don't really want to get into the fight. I don't want to get into a fight. Absolutely not. No, I'm not. Is that what Phantasma to... Force is for? Well, well, no. Uh, not the way there David are three knew. functions. There are three functions of Phantasma Force. One okay. of which is an illusory attack. For wow. example, an avalanche, yeah. a falling ceiling, a magic sure. missile, uh, etc. Save versus spell. So I could, for instance, have the ceiling cave in, if that's what we wanted to do. Another is an illusory monster, monster attacks, etc. And another is a scene, a.k.a. what you would be more familiar with in a modern D&D's uh, illusory image, right? That okay. scene, uh, I'm reading this as we're going. Uh, either changes the appearance of an affected area or created the appearance of something new. The scene disappears if touched. Um, so? I say we just pay him. It's fine. Seriously, we'll can we him. just pay them? Because I mean, I don't want to. All right, all right, fine, goes. fine. We'll pay no, him. Whatever, we'll whatever pay they him. want to do, whatever they want to do. We'll fine. pay him. I don't care. It's it really doesn't matter. Let's just let's pay him. I'm going to kill them all. Though. <laughs> 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 when I say the minute I have a chance to kill all of them, I am. 
Wow. Immediately. The book book of grudges. (laughs) We will have some aggression. Maybe we can talk to this after we make it out of here. Okay, so uh, I need the coins marked off by somehow. All right. right. How much are we all contributing? I have 14 and some silver. I think we should split it down the middle. Yeah. Well, we don't have enough. I have a shit ton. I have a shit ton because I I didn't spend my uh, starting gold because I wanted to have it for uh, these sorts of situations. So I can... I can give him 25 gold. I have 60. Oh, well, Mr. That's Money more than guys. I got. Yeah. I have, I have up, five. You guy. We all now work for David. Okay. <laughs> you kind of do. This was the gold I was saving for uh, spell components. Uh, <laughs> we, we David's so it's, it's halflings or spell components. That that uh, well with all of the glass in it is looking mighty stone. Uh, <laughs> no way, man. That's where the monkeys are. <laughs> yeah, that's where the monkeys are. They ate flat. All right, the so monkey's got fed. Gold. All right, you're you're yeah. gonna pay it all, David. I, I'm paying. It's just it's not worth us doing bookkeeping. All right, I we have paid it. You, when I need something, I'll ask for twenty five gold's worth. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Got okay. it. All right. Uh, I do think we should murder them in their sleep, though. So. Oh. Absolutely. This is this keep, is highway. Keep note. Keep note. Yeah. 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 As, as soon as I'm powerful enough to have a demon face stapled to my cod piece, yes. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, you uh, you pay up. Uh, give me one second. Just checking a thing here. And quick. then they attack. <laughs> <laughs> I throw it all on the floor just to be obnoxious. Just oh my god! Pay them in copper pieces. Okay, so you 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 paid them the twenty five. They're like, ah, pleasure doing business with you. Consider yourself to officially have a license. Don't forget, we're gonna take ten percent of the treasure on your way back up. Wait, wait, where's the license? I want a little pretty cod with my. Ah, we on. know. I will tell Plumthorn. Don't you worry about it. Thanks so much. I. I mm-hmm. Wait, none of uh, you are Plumthorn. No, no, Plumthorn is sitting in his throne room back there. I'm with Ross Kelly Winterleaf. I answered a Plumthorn. I told you I, that. I understand that Ross Kelly Winterleaf, and and I appreciate that. Um, however, you sound like a menthol cigarette, Ross. Um. However, <laughs> what what happens if you're not here next time we come through? Oh, there's always going to be someone I'm, here. How do I know I'm not going to get banged out? We we watch from over there, and he, she points back to the east. You can't yeah. you can't come back the, through here like without a, us seeing. Yeah, but. Like a token or a, a logbook or something, you know, some, uh, come on, a receipt. Give me a receipt. What do you think this is? You think we're in Goster work? You think we're, we're underneath the rule of the Green Lady? <laughs> I got to no. claim this on my taxes later, you know. We got to <laughs> fill the forms out. Listen, Goblin, a, listen, this listen. This is a lo- allowable business expense. Allow me to explain this to you in plain our content. We're taking you for a ride. There are uh, no that's guarantees. What, thank you. Thank you. That's yes. what I wanted to hear. You feel better about yourself now, Goblin? No, I feel like you're finally <laughs> oh being honest with me. I feel like I'm in a bad like, gangster oh, movie. Oh, oh shit. I did feel you, like we have come to a good place. Wait, did you, know, did you hear? Shut, shut up, everyone. Shut up. You hear that? You see the doors, uh, the door to the northwest bangs open. As it bangs open, the halflings all whip out their uh, slings and they're like, and they, they all start swearing, like, oh, fuck, oh, shit, get, get down. And you see uh, uh, four shambling skeletons uh, stride into the room. Oh, yeah, we're killing these, we're killing these fuckers right now. <laughs> we're, now we're getting our money back, baby. This is gonna I'm going to step back to the wall 
and prepare to cast if I need to. <laughs> from okay. the northwest door? From the northwest door, yeah. Four, That's uh, odd. It's odd? That's one of the ones that has the, the pathway to it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, so, okay. You uh, were not surprised. Think, well, you're kind of surprised, but you don't not enough to actually not know what you're doing. Um, they whip out their slings, um, and uh, does anyone going to cast a spell? Uh, not yet, but I would recommend the, the hallway that leads to their safe haven, guys. Yeah. My recommendation is that we retreat to it, and I'm going to cast an illusion that makes it look like that hall doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a possibility, but let's let's David see. So, Everyone's so buttered about it. David is a man of the feud, man. All right. <laughs> uh, we actually, uh, I'm looking at the time here, and this is actually a pretty pretty good clip. No, no, it's it, it's literally it's literally time. It's literally time. It's like perfect, actually. Uh, so hiss, hiss. I'm glad I caught that right before anything actually went down, because that would have been even. I was more actually annoying. hoping you weren't going to notice that. I was. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I knew what time it was. Yeah. Say, say the wet, say the uh, the Western people versus the, uh, and plus it's like an hour later for us too, right? Like, yeah, so, yeah, I'm a wreck. Yeah, the rest of us are like, oh my god. Uh, anyway, it's very fun, guys. I'm <laughs> sorry, I, sorry I really got you all butthurt over here. John kills us, he kills us again, then he takes all our money. <laughs> we just to enter in the front door, baby. Yeah. Woo! But you're down. You're down in the dungeon. You actually made it. We I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> you know, here's the funny thing, guys, because if if we happen to level up this if I happen to get 100 XP this session, I'm gonna want to go back up to the inn and rest. <laughs> <laughs> Always the conundrum. Well, John told us there's some safe havens down here. We yeah. should good. Find good them. luck finding them. That's right, true. Cool. That place with the with the campfire just up the stairs. That is true. And uh, you know, there's also it's like not only just the um, the the pre written safe havens, but it's all about what you make of it too, right? Now you've already claimed right. apparently that you're going to uh, wipe out all the halflings, but <laughs> maybe there's a safe haven right down that eastern corridor if you just became friends. Friends, David. Friends, be <laughs> friends with the halflings. You're, you're talking to a chaotic illusionist. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> he just got grifted. Yeah. But how are you going to be? How are you going to be friends with a bunch of guys who take ten percent of your, your your loot every time you leave? Come on, baby. It depends on what services we get. If they give us a safe haven and a place to store stuff, yes. They give us fine. nothing, man. Yeah. She just admitted gonna, she's taking us for a ride. Every, they, yeah. They're charging us to enter. You think they're going to give us a place to stay? Yeah. You still need to be friends with them. I don't know, man. You still need to be friends with them. You still need to be friends with them because if you're going to murder them in their sleep, you have to get past their gate. So be friends with them, get into their camp, then murder them in their sleep. There you go. Let's see how many the skeletons get. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking, Matt. All right. Well, cool. that was that was fun. Yeah, very fun, guys. Yeah, thank you, John. Uh, yes, we'll pick it up next I time. I can't believe we made it underground. It's amazing. We're literally the going to the very first Fred. thing we're going to do next time is actually roll for initiative, which is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes nice. down. All right, guys. So once again, right. thanks for right. watching. Uh, you've been watching 3D6 down the line. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Please share it amongst your friends. Uh, and we will pick it up next time with a battle against the skeletons down here on the first level which they have entered. And we will see you guys next time. Have a great week. Bye everybody. We, we will. We will. We're gonna, we should start a pool on who dies in the skeleton fight. <laughs> Bye guys. Ooh, maybe I can get my twenty five back. <laughs>